Some girls just want to watch World Cup. Jeff Dale's another draft day. Nailed it. Top five has 98. I got just love to some Kevin James. Fucking Kevin James. It's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. It's so bad. It's the history of bad ideas. It's the history of bad. Oh, yeah. It's the history of bad. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 355, I think. I think that's what we're at. Uh, at least that's what the outline says. So, welcome everybody. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. I'm Jim. And I'm the intern. Hey! <clears throat> the whole crew's here without a guest. So, uh yeah. This is going to be boring. I'll see you later. See you, bro. Bye. See you, Blake. What, are Bye. you driving this week, Blake? No, I'm, I'm uh, firmly rooted on my couch. Okay. We had people concerned for you to, that you weren't dying, so that was good. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. Uh, Brian, what are you drinking over there for my mistakes? Uh, I got some, uh, some Jameson uh, IPA uh, cast. Okay. Yeah. Is that some round ice cubes or regular ice cubes? Uh, these are round. They're uh, actually skulls. Ooh. For and Halloween? Yeah, I got a, I got spooky uh, silicone ice molds for Halloween. Ah, awesome. Nice. Spooky. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Don't do that, Jeff. Don't do it again. Scare me. Oh. Spooky. Ah. I'm gonna have to leave. I'm too scared. <laughs> okay, now that just sounded like you were in Fifty Shades of Grey right there. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm gonna crash. I'm not even driving. <laughs> so, anyways, we are here. Welcome, everybody! Yay! Uh, we got big news. Um, big news. Big we news. do have big news. Uh, it is from EILFM. You're not helping, Jeff. We're not talking about the whispers anymore. From EMF? I thought that group broke up a long time ago. Unbelievable! What the fuck was that? So if you go to Steve and Izzy, they're always on our podcast, and they, uh, Izzy makes a lot of cool art stuff, and she has an Etsy shop, and we will put that link on uh, our Facebook page. History of Bad Ideas. And What's an Etsy shop. Uh, it's basically a place, uh, arts and crafts that you can sell, uh, and then you don't have to go through Amazon. And uh, if you put, go on and put Hobie Pod when you buy something, you get 15% off. It, basically, it will I'm get so people there. 15% off, cool. and you'll get 15% off. So you'll like 30% off. 
So there you go. Is it easier to navigate than Tumblr? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> good job. Good job, Blake. So it's basically Amazon for small business people. People who hand make stuff like under craft. five and a half feet tall. No, small businesses, not small people. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways. So thanks, thanks, Blake, for ruining this. Anyway, no, that's good news. Is it mostly like possum and rat themed art? No, it is not just, uh, just selling rats on yeah. Etsy. <laughs> she's actually selling the baby rats. That's what she's selling. Um, no, uh, so she does have lots of cool arts and crafts right there. If you follow her, uh, she uh, she posts on Twitter a lot. Um, but I will get you the link. Um, on our Facebook page, but uh, Izzy's Etsy shop there. And uh, does she have a black light Nicholas Cage poster for sale? Maybe, maybe handcraft it, handcraft it. If you turn the light out, would it actually have the map to where he hid the Constitution? You got to be careful with the Constitution <laughs> to where he hid the Constitution. <laughs> I, I think you got the story a little confused. <laughs> Was it Nicholas Cage himself that actually did it? Because that wouldn't surprise me. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, uh, here we go. It is untidyvenus.etsy.com. So there you go. Untidy, U-N-T-I-D-Y, V-E-N-U-S, dot Etsy.com. So there you go. Um, if you go to that and you find something you like and you put in Hobie Pod, uh, you, get, uh, you get 15% off. So there you go. So they're, uh, but that's only if you pay in IOUs. No, no, you got to pay in cash or charge. Uh, probably not cash because I don't think you can send it to Utah by mail. Uh, that might be the old school Sears catalog version. So, uh, but we're excited uh, to help them out there. So go buy some stuff, people. Go buy some stuff. Can I use traveler's checks? Uh, diner's cards. Diner cards. Oh, <laughs> this is a Casio, Jeff. What about what? Players Club? Did you say Players Club? Yeah, who loves you, baby? <laughs> I don't know what that is. What's, what's Players Club? Oh my God, that's a really dated commercial. An old look time up Terry Savalas with Kojak doing the commercials. Oh, the guy that says "Who loves you, baby?" Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Didn't Blake just say that? I don't know. I ignored him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who loves you, baby? So, hey, Jason. Yes. Jason, since we're like hyping stuff, mm-hmm. should we talk about what's going on this weekend? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, we are doing, um, well, I can't even say it. it's quarantine con, corn con, corn con. There you go. Quarantine. There you go. This weekend, corn con. Yeah. 15th and the 16th. 15th and the 16th. 15th, uh, Friday nights, 5 to 8 p.m. Saturday, it's 11 to 5 p.m. And, uh, yeah, it, basically it's free. All you have to do is uh, go to YouTube. Uh, we'll be streaming it live. Or if, you're, uh, if you want to, Paper Street Comics uh, in Cincinnati, Ohio, they will be doing it live on their Facebook page. Uh, so you can do it there. Uh, and also, can I believe... Can I, can I correct you right now? Yes. Please it's, do. It's the 16th and the 17th. That's what I meant, 16th and 17th. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you had me looking at my trying to look up my calendar to make sure because that didn't sound right. But thank but, you, Jim. Thanks, Jim. I can tell you when the Cincinnati <laughs> Comic Expo is. We're co-sponsors of a con. <laughs> and we can't even get our dates right. 
That's okay. Last week we forgot to talk about it entirely. That's true. <laughs> so let, real quick here before we get into the show. I, I still don't even know what I'm supposed to do for this. Basically, uh, you uh, there'll be links on YouTube, and we'll be putting it on Facebook and that and Twitter, and you can just log in. Um, we have special links that we can be host of a panel if we wanted to. But anyways, uh, you log in, uh, you just click the link, and basically you just watch it. Uh, we have panels galore from 5 to 8 on Friday night, uh, this Friday. Uh, we have EILFM. They will be talking about the rise of African-American uh, superheroes in movies. Uh, that would be from 6 to 6.30. From 6.30, is Trivia, uh, Hobie Staple. Uh, then we'll be uh, 7 to 7.30 is uh, comic book uh, writers and artists, uh, Mest, which is uh, based in Cincinnati. Jim, you know them, right? Yeah, so I went to college with, with uh, Jay. Yeah, Jay will be on there, and I believe uh, he's going to get uh, his artist on there as well. So basically they'll be doing a comic panel uh, with Brad from the Cinema Guys talking about their comic books. Uh, and then after that, from 7 to 8, we'll have Andrea... Morally, Moriarty, Moriarty. We're going Moriarty uh, <laughs> from the Shepherd. He gets the joke. Uh, no, from the Shepherd Comics. We've had a, we've had him and his son on before. Um, They're doing really great stuff with the Shepherd comic book. And um, they started off several years ago when they were on our show. They only had um, one series, and now they've uh, expanded the Shepherd universe. So uh, that's going to be cool. It'll be bummed. That's right. It'll be bummed. And then uh, from 11 uh, till 5 the next day, we'll have people. Uh, we have Source, Source Point Press. Uh, Dev, we'll be talking about them, and he might have some guests from 11.30 to 12. Uh, we have Ben Clanton, who is a children's book author, um, that he will be on as well. He'll be on from 12.15, I believe, to 12.45. Um, he's a pretty popular comp- or, I'm sorry, uh, kids book um, writer. Uh, he does the uh, narwhal, narwhal and jelly, bo- uh, jelly books. So, um, and then uh, after that, the big one. If you uh, have Shutter, um, Kevin from Three Six Five Flicks Podcast and Nerdly Out Loud Podcast, um, he is going to be interviewing the whole cast of uh, Host, which is the horror movie that's uh, been pretty popular here the last couple weeks. In that. It's on Shutter, and uh, he's got the whole cast, so he'll be doing the whole panel with them. Uh, and then, um, let's see here, at one thirty to two, we have Super Heroines. How do you say that? H e r o i n e heroines. Heroines. Thank you. Oh my lord! <laughs> <laughs> Super heroines, etc. Uh, that's with Brad. Uh, and then 365, Kev will sit down with us and talk, and he might have a special guest from uh, 2 to 2.30. Uh, 2.30 to 3, Brad will have uh, some uh, popular cosplayers um, that will be on the show. He'll be talking to them. Uh, and then he'll be doing a uh, panel from 3 to 3.30 with Epic uh, Pictures. Uh, they produce a lot of small independent films uh, and some horror films and that. So he'll be talking to, I believe, the president of the company. Uh, from 3 to 3.30. And then after that, um, we're going to have like a little open uh, talk of uh, trivia there, giveaways. And then uh, from 4 to 4.30, we have Scab Jeff, Jeff Morris there to talk about his books uh, and ghost hunting. And then we're going to finish it up from 4.30 to 5 that I will be playing trivia with Jen, Jen Adams, 
who lost very poorly in Buffy Trivia last year. She's back for a re- uh, rematch. So I feel like it's going to do better this year. So, and then we finish it up at five o'clock. So you don't have to stay for the whole thing. Basically, listeners can jump in anytime throughout the day. Uh, it's free. And uh, like I said, we'll release the schedule uh, tomorrow. We've been releasing it small at a time, but we'll release the whole schedule, uh, I believe, tomorrow. And uh, so you can pick and choose when you want to come in. You can actually send questions in while the panel's going on. We'll have the uh, guests answer them. And we'll be doing giveaways throughout the whole day because I got a lot of Funko Pops to give away. And uh, we also have lots of um, uh, SourcePoint Press uh, comic giveaways as well. So they were very nice to do that, too. So there you go. So good job, Jim, for the promo there. Oh, no problem. So it's going to be fun. I think so. I think it's going to be a good time. So so do we lose? Do we lose? Nope. What's that? Go ahead, Mike. I was just going to make a a dumb question. What's that? You go first. (laughs) No, I was just going to say, did we lose the uh, Killer Raccoons 2 guys? We did lose the Killer Raccoons guys because their film did not break $10,000, and I don't think they want to talk to anybody now. (laughs) So, uh, Well, don't you think if they wanted to break $10,000, they should talk to us? You would think. uh, They were all excited. And then we said, hey, you want to do a panel? You know, and they're like, yeah, we're, we got the cast going for Killer's Raccoons, too. Great. Love to have you on. Let's get this set up. And then they didn't want to do it anymore because they didn't do well. And so <laughs> so they are uh, because they're refusing the Hobie bump. They are refusing the Hobie bump. Yeah. So uh, we did. But I just really wanted to know about Killer Raccoons. I was excited to talk to them about it. There was a golden opportunity and they just blew it. Bastard. So we're excited maybe about maybe they they they'll really rethink it and and uh, come in uh, for the Ooh, virtual crap. con next year maybe dear God yeah I don't know about that but when Jim says he went to college with one of these guys mm-hmm. was he like uh, buddy buddy with this person in college or he sat in the same like lecture room um, I had he was he was a friend of my friends. So one of the guys I ran cross country with, he hung out with that group of people. So I knew him on a social level. I don't think I, I might have had one class with him, but uh, okay. And he gave away some prizes at our booth a couple of years ago. Uh, he signed, yeah. signed some autographed comic books. So it's messed M E S S D. And uh, it's been, it's a pretty popular uh, independent comic book. So they're doing really well for themselves. So it's nice. So like I said, it's just something we wanted to yeah. do. Uh, just because the, everything else got canceled this year. Like I said, it's silly free. Just jump on in, say hi. And uh, like I said, we, yeah. we hope to have uh, people look, uh, look interested because I think we got some good people on it. So, You know, Jim, I think you should do a lot of the interview questions and ask them questions like which character he created uh, by your inspiration and like ask them questions like, what do you remember – most about me from college. I mean, make all your questions about him I'm trying to remember just be who completely you selfish. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that one time in college that we you remember uh, we were drinking? That was beer? cool. <laughs> yeah. You remember that one party on Dana? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, we drank. <laughs> Jim is the Chris I, I, Farley I, of panels. <laughs> yeah. You remember that party I I, I made at your house and I, and I made Chef Boyardee? <laughs> that was his house. Probably one of his. <laughs> Jim, that, I did it a lot. <laughs> Jim, that was last week. That was last week. 
Jim, if you want to come... Remember last week when I broke into your house? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Remember last week when you were on your couch watching TV? Oh, wait a minute. I wasn't supposed to let you know I was watching. (laughs) I like watching TV. You saw a shadow in the window? Yeah, it was me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's have a breath of silence before we get any farther for baseball. For for the dead man? Well, no, hold on. Joe Morgan. Oh. I thought we were going to talk. Shut up. We're doing a breath of silence. Breath of silence. Oh, sorry. Okay, hold on. I'm going to start right now. You son of a bitch. This is why we can't have anything nice, Blake. This is why. (sighs) Well, you know. Yes. He was was a cool guy named Joe. Uh, MVP in 75, 76. So there you go. Yeah. Probably one of the best second basements around. Uh, he, he's up there with uh, probably Mariano Duncan as one of the best second basemen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's elite company. Yeah, but he, he probably couldn't play uh, first base better than the Dit Man. That's true. The Dit Man, we wish goodwill for him because he tore his ACL, MCL, PCL, KVL, ZVL, WVL, every uh, ligament in his knee. Run, uh, jog into yeah, jog into third every base. Jogging from second to third. Yeah, he announced, <laughs> he announced his retirement from softball today. Same yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, it was a big social media event. It was. Yeah, he he even did it on the radio show. Yeah, yeah uh, he said that he's going to surgery at the beginning of November. Are you just going to have weekly, uh, daily guests there, uh, Blake, for your show, Blake and the Dip Man? Yeah, so Blake and the Dip Man. It's awesome. going to be. Well, I heard the me. day of the surgery, they're actually going to do the show in the uh, operating room. Oh, I like oh, it. Yeah, <laughs> I got a, I got a box of. Uh, Junior Mints. Take in there with me. <laughs> I'm sure that's going to help him. It's going to be perfectly fine. You know, Junior Mint in the knee, I think, will do it. <laughs> before we're before Blake changed the subject, though, any thoughts on Joe Morgan? Anybody? Uh, again, he was the sixth uh, Hall of Famer, baseball Hall of Famer, that passed away this year. It's. Oh. Uh, the, the uh, cornfield uh, baseball team just got a lot better. Yeah, uh, all these rookies will beat all those guys now. Do you think he's better than Ryan Sandberg? Yes. <laughs> In what Ryan, measure? Ryan. Because every measure I can think of, yes. <laughs> but I'm just, I mean, uh, other the than one- currently Ryan Sandberg is alive, that's the one thing he has on Joe Morgan. <laughs> He was he was worse at being a cub. Oh. Joe Morgan was. Uh. <laughs> Do you think Mariano Duncan was better than uh, Ryan Sandberg? No. Oh. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Ryan Sandberg, but yeah, he was still a good hitter for many many years. Where I don't think Mariano Duncan had that. Gold, he was a big time Gold Glove winner too. Because he made no errors. Well, that's because they were all catching errors, not throwing errors. It's also kind of hard to catch when you have a gold glove, too. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, doesn't there's not a lot of give in that mitt when it's gold. 
Uh, Mariano Duncan is a lifetime. He literally had plays. Oh, I was talking. Sandberg had plays where he'd field the ball clean, throw the ball eight feet over the Mark Grace's head, and Grace would get the air because he didn't catch it. Grace needed to be better. (laughs) Maybe Grace jump higher. Grace should have used his go-go gadget arms. Mark Grace Uh, should have been taller. (laughs) Mark Grace should have not been drunk. (laughs) Well, we got to be realistic here. There's just some good stories out in Arizona. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so Sandberg is a 285 lifetime hitter. Mariano Duncan is a 267 lifetime hitter. So the, in my opinion, the only second baseman in history greater than Joe Morgan is Jackie Robinson. Okay. Maybe Rod Carew. They're Jason oh, hates Rod Carew. Fucking Rod Carew. God dang it, Rod Carew. <laughs> Freaking baseball card. I wouldn't say he's better, but pretty comparable. As a person, you know, no. the name Rod is a lot better than Joe. Is it? Is it? But does Rod ha- Crew have base or have uh, car dealerships? Because Joe Morgan does. Mm. Do you feel well, like- now you're going to make us look up Rod Crew car dealerships? <laughs> Most likely he does. Ma, Rooney. what kind of car dealerships are they? Uh, Honda, yeah. Automobiles, foreign or domestic? It's Honda. So Joe yes. Morgan Honda. or family. <laughs> uh, so do you feel like it's unfair that Joe Morgan passed away and Pete Rose is still alive? Do you feel like yes. that's unfair? Okay, I do too. I, do I don't too. think it's unfair. It's unfortunate. <laughs> well, according but to Joe, Pete, lived a, Joe lived a long life. He was uh, suffering from disease, uh, that what uh, nerve disease. I forget what the name of it is at the end of his life. So he's not suffering anymore. God bless you, Joe. Pete Rose is going to suffer for his entire life for being a piece of shit. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. No, no, no. That's no, true. He is <laughs> allegedly. Well, how how old is Joe Morgan and how old is Pete Rose? Joe Morgan, seventy-seven. 77. Rose has got to be 80 right around that. Wow. Well, according to a very brief Google search, Rod Carew does not have a car dealership. <laughs> oh, no. So or if he does, it's, of integrity. if he does, it's very hidden. So. Pete Rose is almost, Pete Rose is almost 80. <laughs> Time out. <laughs> He's 79, birthday April 14th. If anything you can get away from our podcast is that Rock Crew may have an underground car dealership that sells black market parts here. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Jeff. You got to check the deep web for that. It won't be on an easy Google search. <laughs> the good news. We can make that a 30-minute topic for the Quarren Con. Uh, here's the thing, too, Jeff. You just broke the latest plot to Fast and Furious 10, that Rock Crew is the villain in it. <laughs> <laughs> Rod Crew may or may not be uh, chopping cars and selling a premium. It's <laughs> true, I, but you know what? Even the Crew Tower in Cincinnati is named after him. <laughs> That's the front. It's a perfect front for a chop shop. <laughs> oh, I give up. Anyways, uh, did anybody finish watching the boys? Yes, yeah, I did. Okay. Oh, we, we all, all did. did. Hooray. We're all caught up. 
We uh, won't have to shun the intern. Spoilers for the next couple minutes here for anybody listening about The Boys Season 2. Uh, what did you guys think of it? Uh, Jeff, what do you think? Um, no, I'm trying to remember how it ended. Um, they all died. Oh, that's right. They all died. Uh, I was disappointed by them killing everybody off. I thought at least one person should have survived. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the third season with nobody left. Except Huey, <laughs> that fucker. Ugh. You missed him dying, too? He died first. I would have watched that over and over again, that whiny little bastard. Uh, I'm going to be amazed at how they're going to survive with no heads. <laughs> they're powerless. <laughs> Yeah, so I, so much for that big. Uh, uh, what, what was the, the 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 leader of the cult? Was it what yeah, was the leader, leader of the church? church. Leader of the, the church. church was... So much for that big uh, season three uh, plot. Yeah, yeah. The I was the prediction that he was the person blowing up the brains, blowing up the yeah, heads. Yeah, we were I wrong. Was, I was expecting it to be him, but then when they started having that conversation, I'm like, I don't know, his head's going to blow up. <laughs> I was so shocked. I thought it. <laughs> I thought it was the lady that recruited um, the deep the that lady. Okay. From the, oh yeah, from the church. Right. Not not the main guy, but I thought it was her. Yeah. Uh, that that would have that would have been a cool uh, plot twist rather than the uh, Congress lady. That, but that doesn't kind of make sense because when she had to right. blow the guy's head up, she her eyes had to ghost over, or she had to do something to concentrate. So there wasn't a lot of continuity when they were in the hearing when everybody's heads were blowing up. I mean, wouldn't you like grab her and look at her like her eyes would be all messed up and or whatever? But I guess I think in the chaos of what people's heads exploding, I don't know if you're looking at somebody's eyes right away. Well, they they showed her eyes, you know, when out, you know. Well, maybe uh, since they, they were much her. closer, and you know, she didn't have to like go through like windows or something. It was much easier, so her eyes didn't really. Change, yeah, change. Yeah, that's, that's true. But yeah, I even like to think about it when they made that scene. Yeah, I, I do <laughs> like the fact that the deep gets screwed over again. That was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they put it, oh yeah, back I'm back on. in. <laughs> what about me? Oh, <laughs> fuck up, <laughs> fuck Fresca. <laughs> you made me marry that weird ass lady who gives horrible blowjobs. <laughs> and he signed over his bank account. He signed uh, over my bank account, which isn't easy. <laughs> that was the best. That was the best line. Uh, the deep is awesome. I love that character. He is. <laughs> he is a, such, such a loser. A, he's so deserving of it too. Yeah, such a shit. I've changed. I, I I don't sexually assault people anymore. Oh, okay. I'm married now too. No, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> yes. Um. No, I thought it was a very good season. I thought the la- I was upset that it was only eight episodes. I kept forgetting that. Brian reminded me that the first season was eight, and I was like, damn. It was. It sh- it premiered on uh, Thursday night, the night before that it usually comes out, and. I was looking online, I was on Facebook, and somebody wrote, oh, my God, all, all the whole season of The Boys 2 is out. So I went thinking, oh, they released the last three episodes. Nope, just the last one. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was good, though. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. It was good. Uh, I liked the first season better because it was new. You know, the second season, it's like, okay, let's see where you go. And I thought it was okay. But. I don't. I don't know what they're going to do for third season. Yeah, uh, where do they go? Since like the seven is still around. Okay, so uh, 
I will, my limited knowledge of the series, the comic book series, this is sets up for the comic book series now. Uh, because yeah. there's parts of it in the in the TV show, which I get. But season three is going to be more towards the comic book. In the comic book, they basically have these little story arcs of, like, you need to go get this superhero and kill him or her because they're going rogue or they're doing something wrong or they're killing the wrong people. And so that's the whole gist of the series uh, or, the you know, the main gist of it. So yeah. I think it set it up perfectly for the butcher to recruit his guys and they basically go off and do these little missions, which I think is going to be fun, too, just because I think... Now you've laid the groundwork for two seasons. Now they can get into balls to the wall. They can go kill these guys that are assholes and legally do it, even though it's off the books. Um, so I'm actually yeah, excited yeah, for season his, three. His his whole major motivation mm-hmm. was to get Homelander in revenge because of what he thought had happened to his wife, right? Correct. And then you got the big reveal at the end of season one with uh, Homelander takes on was like, uh, look at look at the uh, let me show you something. Right. And then so you're like, where's this going to go in season two? And you're like, you know, what is the butcher's motivation now? I mean, seriously, his wife is dead. His non not, you know, his not real son is back in hiding with the CIA. You know, Homelander has his Batman over Gotham City jerking off. (laughs) And which is which was weird, by the way. <laughs> yes, <it was. laughs> I'll do anything I want. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it doesn't make sense for Homelander. How's he come out, Scott, clean out of this whole thing with everything that was going on? And Stormfront seemed to get conveniently shoved aside. You know, She's so not dead. I, it, it's kind of like conveniently shoved aside. I mean, they pretty much blamed everything on her after you know, yeah, like, turning oh, yeah, her well, into whatever that was. Uh, but. You yeah, know, Darth Vader in an undisclosed location. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what she said in German? Did anybody look? Yeah, it I would have liked to have gone online and looked that up. What was she saying? So they, uh, I read there's an no art- subtitles, which really ir- irked me. Yeah, it was uh, the uh, they interviewed the, uh, one of the writers, and he's uh, and I'll just paraphrase. It was basically her remembering a time when she was with the um, her husband Vot and her daughter. Uh, back in like 1943, I think that he said, or 1940, and they were basically like apple picking, and it was like a beautiful day. That's what she went back to was before all this shit went down. She just thought of the happiest moment in her life, and it was basically her and her husband and her daughter, you know, enjoying a weekend, um, you know, apple picking, kind of, you know, walking the the fields and that. So, oh, um, so you're supposed to feel sorry for her now? I don't think so. I think well, it's see, just, well, that's that's not like. The same effect like in uh, Saving Private Ryan, where the German that they let go ends up killing what's-his-name in, in, uh, yeah. in the city, in the house, and then where he's taking the knife and he's sticking into mm-hmm. him. He's like, and he's pleading for his life, saying, you know, no, please, no. And he says something in German, and you're like, oh, shit, what did he say? And you go look it up, and it was something along the lines of die, dirty Jew. Yeah, and you're like, dude, fuck that guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it's. I don't think you're supposed to feel sorry for her. You, just, I think it adds a layer to her that, yeah, she's a horrible person, a Nazi, but you know, she's also, you know, she had a family, and you know, not she's not 100 percent pure evil. She's evil, but she's not 100. She's only 99 percent evil. Yeah, it's like there's some redemption for everybody, maybe storyline. And I think, well, she wasn't redeemed by no. the fact well, that she well, had a no, good but day. Showing that they are human after all, too. I guess I don't know, despite how <laughs> despicable they are. I like my 
bad guys the old-fashioned way. It's pure evil. Just hate them. Uh, I think um, you said the motivation for Butcher next season. He just wants to kill. Oh, yeah, he just wants to kill point. supers. What is the actual motivation for him? He's pissed off at the world and just wants to take it out on the supers. <sighs> Especially since he's getting like, like all the landlords. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or like the maintenance guys of like Schneider. Things. He wants to kill Schneider. <laughs> Schneider. Walkman. Oh man. Um. No, I, but I, I did I did like Queen Queen Maeve uh, coming around to her little little redemption kind of story, mm-hmm. quote unquote. That was a great scene where the the women were just dogpiling the shit out of her. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> and even even he quotes the movie: "Women getting it done, girls get it done, girls, girls get, it, get done. it done." I'll be honest, like when Queen Maeve showed up, I did not expect it. You know, it's you. I should have expected, it, it but was. I just, I just kind of completely forgot about her at that point because I was but looking the, at. But that was, but that was good story writing. Yeah, because you had completely written her off. Mm-hmm. And and I figured she would eventually, you know, when Starlight, you know, tells her, you know, we need your help and that. I figured it would eventually come back, but you completely forget about it, or I did. And then when you're like, who the fuck's punching her? And you turn around like, oh, shit. (laughs) So, yeah, I I did like the three women beating on Stormfront. So, Jim, did you like the season? I enjoyed it. Yeah. um, Although, I'm not sure where they're going to go with it, but, yeah, it was... I look forward to Friday Friday evenings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did anybody else have a problem that they built this machine that they thought might have a way to stop or at least slow down Stormfront? And the first thing they do is when she shows up is yell, quick, get to the car. That's where the machine yes. is. <laughs> <laughs> Let me destroy it. <laughs> Well, that was kind of funny because she shows that she was still one step ahead, kind of. I was impressed that that, that car rolled over 87 times and nobody was injured in it. Mother's milk was fine. The wife, ex-wife was fine. Oh, yeah. You know, that I was... get the kid was because he's a super, but the other two, eh, perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah, that was a little belts. too far of a stretch. Seatbelts, that's right. So, Well, yeah, airbag, seatbelts, you know. Did uh, anybody watch anything else real quick this week? I've tried to replace my uh, the boys with uh, the Haunting of Blind Mansion. How is that? Which is the non sequel to the Haunting of the Hill House. It's the same director and a lot of the same actors, but they're doing a complete take. Uh, you know, basically on Blind Mansion, which is actually it's essentially a remake of Henry James's The Turning of the Screw, mm-hmm. which is a bad idea because it's a good book. And it's a famous book because Henry James leaves the ambiguity in it to where you supply your own horrors and leaves open the question of whether the the uh, if the lady was, you know, with the 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 nanny, whether she was insane or she was actually seeing ghosts. Right. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't transfer to the screen very well. And it's kind of interesting if you go and you look it up. uh there's been like 87 and what's been crazy. Like there's been tons of movies that they tried to make and plays to cover Henry James and they all have their own spins on it. But I, I started watching, watching it and I was like, okay, I'm waiting for the, you know, the next haunting of Hill house. And, and so I kind of, I read 
turning the screw back in high school for my AP English class. And so I, I was very familiar with it. And I'm like, oh, okay. But you know, it's okay. I mean, some of the, the acting isn't as good in this. And some of the characters aren't as developed. I mean, the, the good thing about Haunting of Hill, you know, Haunting of Hill House was that, you know, you, you really got to like the characters an awful lot. And then, you know, the slow reveals and the horrors come out. And in this one, it's kind of, I don't know, man. It's just not as, it is not as good. You know, it's a bad sign when the first thing I turn, I put on is the turning of the screw um, on uh, Google, like film. And the, one of the first articles is the top eight film adaptations of the turn of the screw. (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, they they even did one this year that the the turning, I didn't even know about. I'm probably going to go watch it. I'm going to say, Blake, uh, I, I I assume this isn't going to be on your top five list then turning of the screw. No, it's a good book. Um, other, other than that, other, other than that, but it's what, well, well, the, the turning actually has, uh, the, the boy from stranger things in it. I didn't even know this movie was out earlier this year. I don't know if we even talked or mentioned about it. But no, the, the, I mean, the, the, and then they throw in some curveball ghost phantasm thing, which has no background or story in Turning of the Screw. It's just like this weird-ass thing that they do. And I'm like, all right. The, the novelty was recognizing actors from Hill House and going, oh, that's so-and-so, or, oh, I know, I know her, I know Peter, I know that guy. You know, and then, and then you know, they do, you know, it, it, it's okay. I mean, if you're just looking for something to fill the time, which is what I'm doing, you know, so. Um, just don't have high expectations. And then it starts to get a little goofy, and you're just like, what is this? Okay, this is predictable. This is an, oh, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Is the whole series out right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's on Netflix. Uh, Jimmy, you've, have you seen anything? Um, I started to watch Hubie Halloween and fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I got like halfway through it. it. I loved the first half. It was, it was like classic Sandler, like character. It was so good. Like what I saw of it. But, I, I enjoyed it. Again, I, decided to try and watch it at like 2 a.m. and I haven't been staying up that late recently so I made I made it through about the first 40 minutes and I it was what it was it's if you like Sandler you'll probably enjoy it if you're tired of some of the uh, Sandler shtick you might not want to watch it but are you but I don't think it's like normal like the normal like new Sandler stuff it's like he goes back to his like old character some of the like some of the characters from his like stand-up albums, like are some of the characters in the movie. But he, he doesn't um, develop anything new, though. I mean, that's well, not yeah. it's back to some of his older stuff. So if you're tired of what he's been, what he's done, then you're gonna find it kind of uh, bleh. But uh, yeah. if, if if you enjoy his older stuff and his stand-up and stuff, yeah, you'll enjoy the characters, enjoy the. Enjoy so the so film. does he do it at a medium pace? <laughs> Shrubbing. In and out at a medium pace. I now, will say Kevin James bottle. plays an amazing cop in this movie. So, Brian, is he? Is it? Is Kevin James stereotype now? No, 
cop. Is, we did cop. have a Security listener guard. review of this film. Um, let's see here. Uh, it's from Kevin at Cincy Explorer. He had, in typical Adam Sandler fashion, you get all the usual players and tropes. However, this film is better than his normal goofy comedies. Felt more like a late 1990s, early 2000s Saturday Night Live skit comedy. With the additions of some old Sandler jokes and cameos, it was actually an entertaining film. Despite being really corny at some points, I actually was laughing more than I expected. Uh, so there you go. So did it have Canteen Boy? Oh, no, we can't do that. <laughs> uh, I watched uh, I watched uh, Venom this week, and uh, it was a film. It, it was on TV. <laughs> That was about it. It existed. <laughs> Did anyone see Venom? Has anyone seen it? I have not nope. seen some of it. Yeah, I saw it. I, 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 I was like, okay, like it was on uh, it's, FX. It's, What's that? It's somewhat disappointing, actually. Yeah. If you think about Venom itself, you know. But I like Eddie Brock and Venom talking to each other, and that was good because that's like the comic books. I like that part of it. But the whole purpose of Eddie Brock is, is he's this asshole that is pissed off because Spider-Man showed, uh, proved that one of Eddie Brock's stories about a serial killer was incorrect. So he gets this rage, and that's part of the reason Venom is able to bond to him. Well, in the movie, they never really explain why he bonded. Like, oh, yeah, it worked out well. And then, like, the bad guy was basically killing homeless people to try to get this alien symbiote to bond to these, and nobody was getting it until Eddie broke into the lab and got it. Well, then, like, later on, the, million, the billionaire bad guy gets his, gets his own. Uh, Michelle Williams uh, gets one. And I'm like, wait a minute. I thought it wasn't bonding to anybody. Now it can bond to everybody? <laughs> like, wait a minute. Um, so that that was my issue is that it, I don't know. And I'm not a huge Venom guy anyways. Yeah, that's my issue is it's a movie about Venom, a character I never liked. So, yeah. And it wasn't bad, but... The bad guy was not good in it. Would you agree with me on that, Blake? The bad guy was kind of, eh. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad, but I think the most disappointing aspect of this movie was the fact that I actually knew who Tom Hardy was. <laughs> he did look like Tom Hardy in this. That is true. Because he was, yeah, the, the best thing about Tom Hardy characters are you don't know it's Tom Hardy. Yeah. In this and one, you knew it was him. I mean, only when he was covered with the Venom I guess he wasn't Tom Hardy. I mean, it, it was okay. I mean, I've seen worse, but it was, it, I watched it and I was like, eh, that was a film. It was on FX. I DVR'd it. So I was like, okay. Yeah. I, I wouldn't rush to watch it a second time. No, no. Uh, Jeff, anything? No. Brian, anything? Uh, I started uh, Doom Patrol. On HBO Max. How is that? That's pretty good. Um, I'm only three episodes in. Uh, so far, it, I'm interested. Like, it's got my attention. I've heard real good something things about, about it. Doom Patrol on HBO Max. Yeah. And I, I saw it, and I'm like, I may want to watch that. What is that about, again, for me? And for the audience. So, it's basically... Um, it's like the they're they're like he's they're like rehabilitating or not rehabilitating but people uh, like they're getting rebuilt 
and the goal is to get them uh, built up to yeah, the justice. It's like league. a yeah, it's like a scientist or like a doctor. Yeah, um, finds these people with uh, certain powers or certain mutant type things, and he brings them in, gets them away from the public eye, so they can develop themselves, yeah. harness their powers. Um, I, the one character he takes a piece of shit car car uh, auto racer who wrecks his car. He takes his brain and puts it into a robot. Because that's pretty <laughs> much all that was left of him after the accident. Is it kind of yes. like X Men? Um, not it's mm. in the fact that these they're grabbing a bunch of uh, soups together or a bunch of mutants together. Yes, but um, uh. Not really. Okay. <laughs> the uh, again, it, it's not to the same scope as X Men is. Mm-hmm. There's only like a few. There's only like a few of the uh, people he has, and yeah. it's, it's maybe at the very early stages. But yeah. Well, yeah, so like I'm only into the third third episode, so there's only the like four the four main characters, and they just introduced the fifth, like. So they're they're not really quite developed either. Um, you just kind of know like what they're. Yeah, this first season is all character development. Yeah. Not not a whole lot happens. You just kind of see you kind of get some backstory on why each is there, and then at the end of it, you'll see it, it starts to go. So it opens right. itself up. Yeah, all live action film uh, DC shows are going straight to HBO Max now. Uh, we talked about that last week. Did that basically DC? Hello, trolley coming through. Uh, DC United, uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, DC Universe, what is that one? The streaming service uh, is basically going straight to comic books. So I even think Harley Quinn's animated show is coming to HBO Max, uh, the R-rated one. Um, moving on here, uh, let's see here. Oh, Swamp Thing did premiere on CW. Jim, did you watch Swamp Thing on DC? No. Okay. Um, CW has nothing else going on, so they threw Swamp Thing on it. So good for them. Uh, let's see here. Uh, honor of Chris Jericho's 30 years in wrestling. Ooh, just in. The Jets released disgruntled running back Le'Veon Bell. That worked out well. According to Adam Schefter. <laughs> Couldn't even get a trade <laughs> made for real him. Adam Schefter, or is it the fake Adam Schefter? No, it's, uh, re- it's, it's, it's real. It's whoever ESPN quotes. Is we it, had a fake Adam Schefter fool one of our friends telling us that Doug Marone got fired and they hired Todd Washner, really shitty defensive coordinator, and he threw his threw a shit fit, yelling and screaming, and tweeted nasty stuff at the Con family. <laughs> uh, yeah. who's, the, who's the NFL? And it, yeah. it turned out it, it's fake. real. They they just showed it on the Buffalo Tennessee game here. Uh, <laughs> who's the NFL uh, insider? Um, Ian Rappaport. Yeah, did you see he got suspended? He got, he got suspended for, by the NFL Network for two weeks. Because he, he retweeted, uh, basically sponsored a manscaping <laughs> the, uh, razor. And so they said, you can't do that. You're suspended for two weeks. Because, because they're a, a Gillette company. They, they're Is that why? That's why. Yeah, yeah. There's, it's still funny that they're he... they're not he, a Gillette company is what you mean. Oh, manscaping Gillette's, isn't, but the, yeah. the NFL, is, the official sponsor yeah. of NFL is Gillette. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. as an employee of them, he can't uh, publicly go out and 
I just, I just like that he was uh, promoting a manscaping razor. Good for him. <laughs> He's clean shaven everywhere. And what was, was hey, he actually so, promoting so, it, or was he just sharing it because he found it an amusing? I don't commercial? know. I don't know. It's like, oh, this is funny. Look at this. I didn't, I didn't see it because it was deleted and nobody could screen grab it. Oh. But uh, I thought it was because he had tweeted out the the leaked photos of the Titans practicing. Yes. Uh, uh, when they weren't supposed to. That's what I had assumed that he got in trouble for. Nope. Uh, nope. I bet it, that's originally, it, I bet you that's the real reason he got in trouble. <laughs> and then he put up the manscaping thing and took it down so that the NFL can save his face. So, no, no, the NFL had enough to do it over. With, with uh, permission play. from Robert Kraft and the New England Patriots. Maybe he just maybe he just want to give his phone to the NFL. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Anyways, Twitter poll of the week at Bad Ideas Podcast. In honor of Chris Jericho's thirty years in wrestling, the Ayatollah Rock and Rolla, who is his best partner in crime? This is more for you know, not Blake. Uh, <laughs> we had Ralphus. Jeff, what hey, does Ralphus do? There you go. Shake the finger. For those of just listening, you have no clue what I just I, did. I explained it. I explained it. Kevin Owens. The Big Show, which I completely forgot he was big with the Big Show, but he had a really long reign with them. Tag- I don't even remember them ever being together. Uh, I, I don't remember that run at all. I'll be so honest. The, the Jera Show or yeah. something like that. Well, it was uh, no. because I think Christian got injured, um, and so they yeah. had to replace him. Uh, and then the inner circle with, with, with what he is with now in the AEW – uh, in last place, the inner circle, I 11%. They started, started off strong, but they're kind of weak right now. Like, I, I, they haven't done much with them. So, uh, in third place, which is a travesty, Ralph. This is a shame. It should be. Uh, and then winning 38.9% to 27.8%, the big show beating out Kevin Owens. You know, I would be mad, but the Big Show's such a nice guy that I'm okay with it. He's such a good guy. He does a lot for uh, with sponsorship and uh, helping out the Special Olympics, and just he just seems like a really good guy. So I'll give you this one, the Big Show. I'll give you this one. He's fantastic that they uh, picked up his uh, show for a second season. No, but they're doing a Christmas special. Did you see that, Jim? No, I did not. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know if is it this year that they're fil- they're showing it or next year, but it's a uh, big show Christmas movie. I believe it's this year. There you go. So, you know, it to bring closure. I don't think the, I, I think they can probably get this done in a couple months. I don't think they're going to need a year <laughs> to make a big show uh, Christmas special. <laughs> you, you know, glow. I don't think they're gonna, I don't think they're the same budget or the same. Stuff they need for Avatar. <laughs> I like how Glow, uh, you know, people are, you know, that they can't give closure to that series, but damn it, we're going to give closure to the Big Show series. <laughs> damn so it. So supposedly, uh, from what I've heard and have been reading, there may be a movie. Mm. Uh, they might do a movie outside of Netflix to do closure uh, to, to, to close the season. Nice. Close it. Close it up. Good for them. But there, there is a uh, you know hashtag save glow mm-hmm. change petition circulating and stuff like that. So it's 
it's possible that they'll at least because, like I said last week, they had already started shooting some of the yeah. the fourth season, and everybody was paid. So, I mean, that, to me, that's silly. Well, especially in this day and age when you get shows that I get COVID is slowing things down, but you get TV shows that are pushing out later. I mean, hell, Mindhunter was two years until they showed it. You know, Westworld season three was two years. Netflix has always been like that. Yeah. You you get a show in May, the second season of it wouldn't come out until June of the next year. So Lost in Space is a year and a half to two years now for the final season. It's like, okay. I mean, I, that's why I don't, I didn't get with the glow, especially after they paid everybody. <laughs> the boy, the boys hit puberty already. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well you know what? It's kind of true. Like you're kind of wondering like some of these shows, like the walking dead that got pushed back. It's like, how old are these kids going to be? Like, are we doing another time jump <laughs> with the walking dead now? Yeah. Uh, Luckily, uh, most of that was already filmed though. So they just, you know, just you finishing touch, you know, production. Oh, yeah. stuff. I still haven't finished the walking dead. <laughs> I just have no desire to finish it. It's still on my DVR, though. It's okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't advise you to do it. Uh, Blake, would you like to do some listener feedback here? Sure. It's time for some bomb listener feedback. Brought to you by Happy Birthday, United States Navy. All right. You say it's your birthday. No, 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 no. Yes, Continental U.S. Navy. Created on this day, October 13th, uh, 17th. <laughs> Still better than the Coast Guard. Still better oh, than the Coast Guard. Man. <laughs> Continental <laughs> Navy, privateers, or were we just pirates? Arg. You make the choice. Depends on what side you're on. Arg. All right. From uh, this one guy. Doug? Doug. Number one fan? A-pans? Formerly known as? Dad? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the man that's uh, uh, delivering your uh, presidential ballots. That's right. In honor of World Post Day, quote, or parentheses, Postal Worker Day, who is your favorite fictional postman? I think my favorite one was the guy that always rang twice. Got laid a lot. But I'm bumped. Aww. Uh, Jeff, who's yours? Cliff Clavin. Okay. Jim? Um, I have to go. Let's see. Uh, Cliff Clavin's an obvious one, so I have a couple ones I'm going to do. Uh, Manic Mailman, uh, the uh, cartoon mailman from the Itching Scratchy show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Reba from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh. oh. Did, did somebody famous end or some that person end up becoming famous after Pee Wee? Samuel right. Jackson. Well, he also wasn't Reba the Mail Lady. No. So uh, I don't know who Reba was. Uh, who else, Jim? Well, got anyone else? Um, and uh, I had somebody else and I forgot them. I'm, I'll think of it real quick. Okay. Uh, um, Brian, who are you going with? All right, let's see. Newman, obviously. Mm-hmm. Newman. Um, Newman. Kevin Costner. The Pelopus Man. Did you see uh, New- Newman reprises role? Yes. That was a very entertaining skit. 
I enjoyed that. Uh, was it Mr. Wilson, a mailman from Dennis the Menace? Yeah, Mr. Wilson was, yes. I did not know that. I thought he was retired. You know, Brian, it's scary how close we are because my my top three was going to be Newman, Cliff Clavin, and Kevin Costner. So that was pretty close, you know. Postman! Give him a letter, please! we got to build a statue! There will be statues built of Doug in the future uh, as a postal carrier. So. Is, any, uh, yes. is anyone going to say Agent K? From, then uh, we would have to talk men about in Men in Black. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. That wasn't even Men in Black. That was like Men in Black two. Three, two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Reba was played by S. Epithen Merkinson, who was ah. best known as Lieutenant Anita Van Buren in Law and Order for like 18 years hmm. or however many years she was on that. Okay. She's also now in the Chicago series is on NBC, I believe. Ah. She's on uh, Chicago Med. Chicago Med, yeah. Chicago Fire, Chicago PD. She's in all of them. Chicago SVU, Chicago Little League, Chicago Boy Scouts. Not Chicago SVU. No. Oh. But a season or two ago, they did do a crossover with, uh, with Law & Order oh. SVU. Part of the Dick Wolf universe there? Yeah. 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 Uh, and they, uh, they're now last uh, last year they're doing a crossover with his other series on CBS, the FBI World, uh, the FBI Most Wanted, and FBI. Uh, he was they were having some characters from the Chicago PD crossover into that to to those shows. Cool. Just to let you know the Good Doctor is coming back in a couple weeks too. Speak yeah, of medical we uh, we can we just were talking about that at dinner that uh, we got to watch the third season we missed it oh, so can't wait oh yeah yeah she did three hundred ninety one episodes of Law and Order can't she wait was three hundred ninety two wasn't it because she was in an episode like in the first couple of seasons playing somebody else yeah well, it says three ninety one episodes and then and it has both characters she played okay. Listed. Simmer yeah. down over there, Jim. Simmer. Simmer. Uh, Blake, what else we got? Uh, next we got from uh, Greg with two Gs. Mm-mm. Since you had fun with this last time, let's do it again. But with Late Night, you are in charge of programming a television network from 11.30 p.m. till 2.30 a.m. What late night talk shows or programming do you put on? Okay. Uh, let's see here. We did this. Uh, we were in charge of a network before and uh, from 8 till 11. So now we're 1130 p.m. till 230 a.m. Uh, does everybody have? Uh, it has the... to include Benny Hill. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> from 2 to 230. So we, we don't get the censor. That's a good. I'm going Benny. That's a good one. Okay. Uh, well, I think we have to have the John Stewart show. Saw that coming. Saw that. The not, not the, uh, the daily thing he did on show. Comedy Central. Not the Daily Show. Mm-mm. The John Stewart the John show that he did on MTV. With Talk, talk Show John. John. Yep. Yeah, with Talk Show John. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put the Craig Ferguson show. I really love that show. 
I'll give you that. He was one of my favorites of the of that era. Because he didn't yeah, have a monologue. Really he just talked. It was great. Okay. Yeah, he didn't need bad jokes and Ugh. writers trying to figure out what's funny. He just talked and off the cuff. Anybody got any other shows that we should put in there? Jimmy Fallon? What I wanna what I wanna put on, again, you always get your uh infomercials that come on. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I want the guy who's selling knives, but I want to replace that guy with Doug Markaita, and he just stabs the shit out of everything. <laughs> so I would buy those. Real keel. You just do that. Just follow him on Instagram. Oh, I do. <laughs> it's just it's just videos of like him being ridiculous and like swinging knives around. It's amazing. Uh, that's why I won the entire show of it. So we have the John Stewart show, the Craig Ferguson show. That's up to one thirty, and then at one thirty we have Benny Hill, and then we have an infomercial at two. <laughs> I throw uh, I throw some Chappelle show in there late. That uh, fine. That can come at one thirty. Benny Hill's at two, and then infomercials at two thirty. We're going to extend it. <laughs> I mean, but if it were me, I would do like a. A solid block of friends, King of Queens, and then probably maybe like um, doesn't doesn't that exist on Channel Nineteen already? Pretty much, yeah. TBS, <laughs> everything, <laughs> Nickelodeon, Nick at Night. Yeah, I mean it's it's already it programs itself. Okay. So, I, Kevin can wait. You know, get that in syndication. But on, on on weekends, I want to run old-time uh, roller derby. Oh. Uh, like real roller derby or yeah. the fake stuff that they tried to make us believe in the 90s? The fake shit. That was awesome. <laughs> Jim, can we pair that with American Gladiators, the old-school version? Yes. Okay. And then what Only about- if Malibu is in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> and Gemini Nitro will, Nitro will be Nitro, that's right You don't want the episodes that he's the announcer in it You don't want those uh, Okay, so on the weekends It's going to be that uh, It's going to be Roller Derby And then <laughs> American Gladiators And then what I was talking about On the public access show That strip show that they always show With the pasties of the women So uh, that we had on local access So we're going with that I'm putting that in there, too. Sure. I suppose I didn't watch enough local access. We didn't have cable, Jeff. Okay? So, <laughs> I I talked about this uh, on... Where local uh, access was from? Uh, yeah, but, I mean, we didn't have any, many channels to watch. No, no, not local access. Uh, it was a Channel 45. Somehow oh, okay. Sorry. But the access was on cable. Right. <laughs> I went your in, cable company. I went into this on uh, when I was a guest on Pittsburgh Nerd a couple weeks ago, and they were just flabbergasted by it. And I still remember it as beautiful. Um, so. well, again, you also remember watching somehow cats, these cats that there was were cats on. on that fucking show. Okay. You, you got, I forgot. Uh, we got to make a change to our schedule somewhere. What's that? We got to put the Morton Downey Jr. Show in. There no, somewhere. no, no, no. <laughs> yes. About, it is so yeah, terrible. That would be, that'd be the weekend. Late night weekend. What about Dirk Dietrich? That was so bad. <laughs> we could do Dirk Dietrich. Some of, the, uh, some of the old Dean Martin roasts on the weekend would be fun. 
Oh, and Dark commercials for Carol Burnett's show. <laughs> like, don't actually show the show. Just show the commercials for the the, the DVD. The DVD collection. <laughs> yeah. Some freedom that. rock uh, <laughs> you know you know what's pretty bad is that i came across one of those dvd collections for the first five years of snl i actually watched it for like an hour until i realized it was on repeat don't, <laughs> don't forget you also have to get um what was it great historical moments in time like the book series remember they used to have that time the titanic life. Time life books. yeah korean yeah. war <laughs> you know historical moments in history. I like this. I like this, uh, Jeff. Good idea on that. You know what? I think we could do it. I say we all band together. I do, I and, do like that. Yeah, the time life. Like every week you pick a different series and highlight their commercials, their infomercials for time life books. I like it. anybody have money to buy a UHF channel so we can put this on? Let's Let's do this. We need to wait for our uncle that we don't know to pass away and, and leave us that money. Damn it. If you would have given me the information for that small business loan. <laughs> can we can we can we block some time at quarantine for this? We could actually now all, you know what? Now all the PPE money is gone, Jason. So Damn we missed it. we missed our opportunity. Damn it. <sighs> but we could just do it on YouTube. <laughs> That's true. Uh Blake, what else we got? Uh, next one's from Brian. Given that we have proof that non-Saga Star Wars movies, parentheses, especially it seems that they appear near the original timeline, and shows work better than the sequels, what would you like to see? A movie about the Bothan spies? What happened at Lord Mandel and Solo 2 or Biggs? At the Academy. Bigs at the Academy sounds like a uh, comedy. A comedy. <laughs> yeah, it's a Star it, Wars comedy. It sounds like one of those, uh, you know, college... Uh, 1980s? Yeah. Bigs yeah. at the Academy. Uh, <laughs> with Willie... Junior's going to screwball comedy. With Willie the Ames. Teacher, <laughs> nope. The teacher's going to be... Uh, uh, Police Academy. Uh, George Gaines? No, uh, the star. Oh, uh, Gutenberg. Uh, Steve Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to be the older guy, and he's going to be the teacher. Did we just, just be make... Jason Big? Just get Jason Biggs to do it. Jason Biggs to play Biggs. Oh, that's perfect. It writes itself. He can fuck what a pie. What about the two Corys? Oh. Well, one's dead. Well, one could be a droid. <laughs> the one that's dead can be a droid. Come on. <laughs> Get a robot Corey Aim. Coming up this Saturday at 8 o'clock on the Hobie UHF channel made for TV movie, Biggs at the Academy, starring Steve Gutenberg. It's a National Lampoon Star Wars comedy. I hope we answered your question, Brian. We just picked Biggs at the Academy, I think. I mean, we'd have to get the rights to the Police Academy music, though, wouldn't we? Dun, 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 dun. That's not it. <laughs> we can get John like Williams 18? to score it. Come on. Uh, <laughs> John Williams can score it for us. Come on. <laughs> that was my bad. 
Hey, Blake, uh, just to let you know, our, our local news had some, uh, a Twitter story about uh, the Beatles and that. And I, I defended the Beatles and I even posted a photo of the monkeys just to show my support for the Beatles. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you? You know, yes. it would have been yes, John Lennon's did. 80th birthday this past week. I was I was waiting for somebody on a local jackass go, that's not the Beatles, but I had like seven likes on it. <laughs> well, 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 there's the people seven people that have your sense of humor. The but, people who commented on it were us, Pittsburgh Nerd, Masada <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Lashata> Geek. <laughs> Making fun of you. <laughs> we hijacked the channel local 12 news Beatles story, so I was happy. <laughs> I was on Twitter. I got to look that up. Yeah. Doug sent it over to me. What else we got? Uh, this is my from, question we've ever had. <laughs> from uh, Randall McDaniel. Uh, whatever happened to pooling chains? Fuck you, Randall. <laughs> Randall Holt, uh, you can go to hell. There's no in her name. Oh. <laughs> I just saw on, on Facebook today, Facebook memory, my sister shared with me a, a meme or something which said, do you ever think about, like, years later, whatever happened to those people that you gave directions to? <laughs> that was you, Jim, with pulling chain. Uh, Randall Holt. <laughs> like, did they ever get there? Or are they still lost looking for this place? <laughs> Randall Holt. Uh, we talked about this in Graphic Novice 69.1. Uh, and to quote the great Tony Schiavone wrestling announcer, you go to hell. Straight to hell. <laughs> you go to hell. I mean, I mean, did she ever seek poison control for putting... Anyways, moving there? on. Here we go. What do we got next from Bob? Bob. Just Bob. Just B-O-B. Bob. Yes. IFC is such a weird channel. One day they're showing all Stanley Kubrick films, including Eyes Wide Shut, and the next day they are showing Kevin James films. What other? What are other weird channels you have found? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, Paramount um, Network. Because yeah, Par- I was going to say Paramount because you get to see uh, in the afternoon. You get to see uh, Shut It Down. Uh, <laughs> shut it down. Bar Rescue. <laughs> Bar Shut it down now. And then you have some just weird movies will come on. And, and somehow... And there's, there's, oh, God. Yeah, I was going to say, somehow, Jim, they make Yellowstone, which is getting great reviews <laughs> out of everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. The season four finale was like one of the most watched finales ever. Uh, see, I, I would say True TV, but they only show on Practical Jokers now, so... <laughs> Called the Impractical Jokers Network. It cha- officially changed the name. Yeah, since they canceled, I'm sorry, fucking assholes. To to their benefit, they didn't cancel it because the show had moved to TBS and TBS canceled it. Well, fuck them all, <laughs> canceling that show. Speak up, good. I have season. They should take it back over then. Well, they're owned by the same company. I would yeah, say now you got those stupid Impractical Jokers taking over, like. Three shows on TBS. Three. Yeah, most, yeah. And most most of the time, I, I've 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 tried to watch that stuff because then you know my stepdaughters would like it. I, I I just think it's stupid. I don't even think it's funny. I I think it's hit or miss. I really do. Uh, I feel like it's a sketch show, 
Like it's, uh, it's some sketches are funny, some aren't. Um, like I was resistant to watching it when I first heard about it because I was never a big fan of you know like hidden camera shows and mm-hmm. that type of shit. Hidden but, camera shows and canned laughter. But yeah. it had a different spin on it where they're trying to make each other look like asses. They weren't making mm. the general public to be the fools. And I think that was enough for me to, to actually get into it. Uh, speak of classic shows uh, or good shows, uh, Mr. Belvedere, uh, I just want to let you know, is on sale on Amazon uh, for Amazon Prime. Uh, I lost it on how much it was, but I was checking it up earlier today. The, the seasons are on sale, Brian, for Amazon Prime Day. So if anybody would like to buy Mr. Belvedere season one, two, three, four for Brian, we would appreciate it. Still, still waiting. Yep. Uh, don't don't send your don't send an email to us asking for my address. You got to do it. Go through Twitter. Yes. So because Hobie Pod or Tumblr. Help. Yeah. No. no, don't go through Tumblr. That's worse than an email. <laughs> but I'll also take Night Court too. That might be a little easier to find. Uh, Night Court's tough too. I think I'll double check. Uh, what else we got here, Blake? Uh, Dev, <sighs> the saga. Also, Source Point Press. Mm-hmm. What is the most imaginative insult that you can come up with that doesn't require cursing? And then he says, "With cursing." So you got them both. Well, I'm not very imaginative because all the ones I come up with are from like other movies and stuff. Yeah, you know, like, like you're a stuck up, slow witted nerfy, a stuck up, slow witted, scruffy looking nerfer. Yeah, I, I was going to say Neo Maxi zoomed weeby. Okay, who you calling a scruffy? Who you calling scruffy looking? Who you calling scruffy? Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, I said good day, sir. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're a cotton headed ninny muffin. Oh, that's a good. I was superficial. Uh, Stupid idiot oh. moron. <laughs> uh, I, I, just a liquored up idiot kicker. Twitter. <laughs> a drunk idiot kicker. Yeah, Here right. is one from our from the wonderful people at uh, Below Deck Mediterranean. <laughs> You're an absolute oxygen thief. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I always, I always use from Seinfeld, jerk store. That's all I have to say. Jerk store. <laughs> the jerk store called... They're out of you. <laughs> They're out of you. <laughs> it's jerk store. I'm using jerk store. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Or, or the uh, Gordon Ramsay, you take two pieces of bread and put on either side of them and go, what are you? You're an idiot sandwich. <laughs> I'm about to say one time I did when I, I think it was at softball and I was angry at myself for, I don't know what I screwed up and I, Screamed out something about being a son of a coal miner. Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody on, on my own team was like, what does that mean? My grandfather was a coal miner. <laughs> Are you making fun of my grandfather? And yes. Say, no, yes, I'm making fun of your father. He's the son of the coal <laughs> miner. I'm not making fun of the coal miner. <laughs> uh, let's wrap this up here, Blake. Well, you've, you forgot to do the with cursing. Fuck, fuck you, clown. Fuck, fuck you, asshole. clown. Or fuck you, you fucking fucker. Fucko. Fucko. I do like douche canoe. 
I don't know if that falls under cursing or not cursing. Cunt. How about cunt? Oh, there you go. Cunt is a good one, yeah. Cunt. The English uh, C word. English. Oh, yeah, yeah. The queen C the, word. The boys C word, yeah. That word being negative. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, ask clown or ask cowboy are two good ones. Yeah. But usually well, when, it, when it comes up to insults, when it comes to the insults, the British are really good at uh, coming up with uh, insults. Like, I think Oxygen Thief was one of those. Uh, you can look them up. All right. Uh, professor number one and doctor number one. We got to wrap this up because we're like an hour, 18 minutes. <laughs> what two musical bands, in your opinion, have the most hits that the majority of the general public loves? What? Uh, it's the... Beatles and the Monkeys, right? Yes, yes. That or sounds is that one band. <laughs> it sounds like a I National Geographic was, uh, show, uh, the Jeff. And, uh, <laughs> the uh, Backstreet Boys. No, I, I think it's basically. The, I think what he's trying to say is what popular bl- bands. You may not think they're the greatest, but you know um, which ones have the most. In your hits. opinion, yeah, which one have the most hits that people actually know? Like for me, I don't know m- music that huh? well, yeah. but it's I know the, that the Beatles. It's got to you know. The most hits that the majority of the public loves is the Beatles. Okay. The majority. Yes. You think Zeppelin or Pink Floyd? Nope. No. Ed Sheeran. I would. Oh, yeah. Ed Sheeran might be. Um, I was going to say. uh, Nickelback? Boys to Men? Nickelback? No, not Nickelback. (laughs) Creed. Uh, One. No. Fuck you. Jackson 5? Creed. What about Michael, yeah, Michael Jackson? Well, well, it says musical band. Oh, band. Yeah. Solo. Bon Jovi. And I'm not being an asshole. Like, Bon Jovi has a lot of hits that people love. The problem no, is no. people seem to like the worst songs. It's my life. No, that's one of the good ones. It is. They always no, like. Never. I know it says bands, Tommy used to work I would on say for sure, in my opinion, I would say one is Garth Brooks. Oh. Uh, I mean. But you, uh, yeah, but you got to keep it to band. 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 Oh, just band. Okay. Bands, yeah, bands. Guns the and Garth Roses. The Garth Brooks band. I, I like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what about the Doors? I feel like everybody yeah. when I was growing up loved the Doors. Maybe not now, but back then they did. Yeah, there was a a year, like a small group where a uh, time period where the Doors was the shit. But mm-hmm. yeah, nowadays uh, I would uh, not put the Doors in that. They haven't withstood that test of time. Okay. Pearl Jam. Van Halen. I assumed that this question was based off of uh, Van Halen. Yeah, it was, I would guess. That's what I would think. Yeah. I, mean, oh, you know, I assumed it was based, based off of the based Beatles off and the Jason Monkeys. hating the Beatles. The Beatles <laughs> and the Monkeys. Well, too. Either, way, either way, it's fine with me. Uh, hey, hey, Brian, I did download uh, right now. I listen. Uh, I downloaded it after our show last week. I forgot about that. Oh, that's a really good song. Right. Did you watch the video? No. The video is great. No, I did not. Um, the, guy, the guy will wrestle for food. You too. Oh, oh fuck! Um, God. I hate. I you know everybody that's... but you two and our my friend Nick <sighs> loves you two. I hate them. <sighs> you... You know that you two would be like the top five of my uh, bands that uh, that outstayed their welcome. Yeah, but the majority of the general public general. still like them. Yeah, yeah. But Bono is not number two. 
<laughs> no, Bono is, is number, number two. two. He is the two. I, I think that's a fun <laughs> question, though. I mean, no, I'm not number two. I think that's a fun question, though. I do like that question. I mean, I'm not a music guy, but I think it's a, interesting. I mean, I, I think you have a good point, Jeff, especially with the Doors. Like, I, growing up, like, everybody I knew loved the Doors, but I think you're right. It's such a small era, like, in my, era, in my age group. Okay. Uh, Jeff, give me some news of the geek music. So good, but it doesn't have the, their book of music just isn't big. You're talking about like the Queen. Doors? Yeah, the Doors. They just don't have Queen. enough music out there. Like, you have Queen. Like Queen, you have a ton of shit. What do you think so. about Queen? That could be an answer to that. Yes. Especially after Bohemian Rhapsody uh, movie came out. So, hell, even uh, much. Especially after... Uh, Especially after Highlander came out. Highlander. I, I will say... I thought you were going to say Flash Gordon. Flash! Whoever... Highlander won the Academy Award for Best Movie Ever, though. That's true. That's true. True. But uh, Queen has a good way of keeping themselves still relevant. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like, in the 90s, you know, people kind of, you know, after Freddie you know, got sick and died, and then, boom, Wayne's World comes out, and Queen is huge all over again. Mm-hmm. And then this movie came out two years ago or so, and boom, they're all over again. So Queen, you ain't having a good argument for putting on that list. Even my, uh, I feel like I've done something right with music because my six-year-old daughter can actually name Queen songs, like several of them. So I was like, well, I guess I'm, you know, have done at least one thing right with music in my family. So this brings up a question for me. Mm-hmm. When you're judging, like, how good a band is, do you take all their stuff in consideration or do you just pretty much take the best of stuff in consideration? Because you take the best of Queen, they're the one of the best bands ever. Mm-hmm. But they've got some shit on some of those albums. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think, and I mean, you know, if you take twenty songs from Queen, you would think like I mean they could do no wrong. I would definitely say the same thing for you too. Like they've I, got two or three albums that I can listen to front to back all day, but then you've got like Zuroba. Oh, like, oh yeah, Pop was on. That. I think you could Pop, do that. Yeah, I think you could do that with Rush. I mean, they have. I think if you, I put, don't understand the infatuation with Rush. I think I it, Rush, Rush oh, only has Rush is one. Great, hit. that's the infatuation with Rush. I think they were more of a cult following band than like a mainstream. Yeah, pretty, you know, like I said, they only had one top forty hit, and it was a song I don't know if I've ever heard on the radio. Uh, I think, hey Jeff, with your uh, regarding your question, I think it depends on what era you're talking about. I think if you do. Um, 60s, 70s, 80s, I think you might have to do the whole catalog. But now there's not many groups that are doing lots and lots of albums um, outside of Adele. And, you know, if you, I mean, there's not really many people producing a lot of albums. But that's the thing. That means you should take everything they've actually put out. I think it's a smaller sample size. They had to to fill in albums. Yeah, you had some misfires. Nowadays, you shouldn't have any misfires if you're just putting out singles. No. So you have to take the entire body into account now. I'm just saying I think it's a smaller sample size. Like, And I'm, I'm not saying that he should be up there, but Ed Sheeran. Sheeran, how many albums does he have? Three, maybe? 
I mean, I think uh, like like twenty like twenty. Does he? Yeah, he has a ton. Okay, that's a bad example. <laughs> he's got at least four because he's got what addition, <laughs> subtraction, multiplication, and division. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why are you talking he's, to the non-music guy? Damn it! <laughs> he's one of the most prolific songwriters out right now. Uh, okay. <laughs> Shut up, Jim. There's, there's a reason they put him in that uh, Beatles movie. <laughs> Yesterday, <laughs> to go against songwriting. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I'm out. <laughs> Ed Sheeran albums. Let's see. Division, number six, multiplication, addition, The Hobbit, number five, five, The Orange Room, Loose Change, Live at Bedford, The Slumdog Bridge, Want Some, Songs I Wrote with Amy, You Need Me, uh, Ed Sheeran, Immortal Love, yeah. Okay, so let's try Carly Rae Jespin. <laughs> let's try her. <laughs> yeah, she barely Stop made any <laughs> She's made two, Jim. <laughs> Was it Vanessa Black? <laughs> no, actually, actually, according to this, Ed Sheeran does only have four studio albums. Okay, just contraction. I'm just division. I I just think that I think you have a smaller sample size now. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Like you say, Adele, she's only got three albums. Mm-hmm. But damn, they're good. Right. But do you compare oh. that to somebody like? Queen that produced like 15 albums within 16 years or 14 years. I mean, but what, but what about Taylor Swift? I mean, she she has what like six or seven, and and they're just everything is huge comes off. Yeah, that's just usually comes uh, off of it because she's musically talented or just because of well, 12 year old girls crossed over genres. Like, yeah, she was she was a country, a country artist, and now she's one of the biggest pop artists. So. I would take Taylor Swift as more talented than Beyonce. I agree. Uh, She's at least a better songwriter. She yeah. probably has, you know, 50 less producers per song. <laughs> That's true. I, I, I don't like Taylor Swift. I think she's fake as anything, but I will give her credit that she writes her songs. She makes she hits. savvy. Yeah. I, I don't mean, think she's fake. I don't yeah, like her. She writes, I mean, she writes about her life. No, no, no. I'm not talking. I'm talking like I mean, when she comes across to the public, like her interviews I want to like jump out of a window because I feel like she's so fake in the interviews. I don't think her music's fake. I think she writes what's about. I agree with you on that, but and she I think keeps up like, a front, basically yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing is I don't like judging musicians on the interviews they give. I want to judge them on the music they make. Honestly, if I like the music, those... it's great. If I don't like the music, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what they say in an interview. Yeah, and most of the time they don't even want to be interviewed to begin with. Like they, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this is bullshit, man. I, I mean, they, you know, I don't know. I but, mean, there's, there's a problem that, yeah, you, you actually, to sell stuff, you actually have, you to, have to be. You have to be selling. Yeah, instead of just, yeah, because there is a group and it's a large group of people that buy music based off of image. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian, since you're about the yeah. only one here with me that's a Garth Brooks uh, super fan here, um, mm-hmm. do you think what do you think he has like really any bad hits? I mean, any bad songs? Like, I feel like his albums, I can listen to almost every single one of them and have no issue. Um, the only negative 
thing I think he has in his catalog mm-hmm. is um, the Chris Gaines stuff. But that's oh. only because he didn't get to do what he wanted to do with it. Correct. He, they they took it like he wanted he wanted it to be a movie where he was kind of playing he wasn't like playing a different person as himself, but they scrapped the movie and just made him put out the soundtrack. So it didn't make any fucking sense. Correct. Correct. Like everyone's like, what's this guy doing? Like he's fucking, he's melting down. And all that did was that just pushed him out of the, you know, out of music for 15 years. Hell, he uh, he went on Saturday Night Live, and nobody knew what the hell that was. Chris Gaines, the Chris Gaines right. one on Saturday Night Live. Um, yeah, so I absolutely, I absolutely loved that one, though. <laughs> I I think I I understand. Well, I hope I understand what he was trying to go for. But like Brian said, I mean, they, it didn't come too because they didn't do. Yeah, do well, it they way. didn't. I mean, he just wasn't able to do what he wanted to do with that with what he had in mind with that idea. Like they didn't. I just absolutely, say, I, I love the idea, and the record companies didn't let him take it to the what it should have been brought to. Mm-hmm. Correct, and they didn't they didn't have his back when it got shit on by everybody to the point yeah, to they, where he quit music and went just was like fuck this I'm just gonna go home and raise my kids. I got ten I'm billion. Go play professional baseball. Yeah, like <laughs> like go enjoy my life. Like I don't need this shit. When he was like the biggest person in music ever you know and now he comes back and he's it's like he didn't even miss a beat Uh, or skip a rhythm Ooh, there you go hey jeff (laughs) give me some music here give me some music for news of the geek i will just one second um ed sheeran albums i was wrong on this (laughs) he's got addition multiplication division and number six collaborations project. Collaborate okay. and listen. He, he doesn't have a subtraction album. Oh. Or at least not a LP. Uh, and the number six collaborations, he has a lot of guest artists on. But anyway, um, yeah, News of the Geek. Uh, it's time for News of the Geek. Yeah, News of the Geek. This week... It's news of the geek. Yeah. Let's not do that again. That uh, I bet you, Jason. Ed Sheeran. It was. <laughs> Good job. I bet Set. you, Jason, asks me in the future to do it again. That was that was a nice effort, Jeff. I really liked. I it. I got an E for effort. I liked it. E, e for effort. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's bad when I like it, Jeff. That's a bad sign <laughs> with me since. Oh, I didn't realize you didn't get to see my jazz hands. My camera is. Let's Those aren't jazz hands. <laughs> That's spirit fingers. The spirit fingers, damn it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we're actually going off script here, real quick. The Walt Disney Company is changing its ways. Uh, they are now focusing on, after months and months during COVID, saying, nope, we're dropping these films in theaters. They have now said uh, we're going to focus on Disney Plus. So they said uh, they came out in a meeting yesterday. Investors mean that they are looking. They have uh, rebranded. They have fired people, hired people, changed things around, uh, reorganized their culture. And basically 
there are three people that will be in charge of figuring out what to do with films uh, and series. And, like, do they bring the films out to movie theaters or do they go to Disney Plus or do they go? Please. Go ahead. I'm sorry, please tell me one of them is Amy Pascal. No, please she's tell me not. they hired Amy Pascal. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Uh, but yeah, so now basically, um, they're also working on it with ESPN because they lost a lot of money with live, t- uh, sports. live sports this year. Um, so basically, after months and months of saying, nope, we're going to just put it in theaters, now they're starting to realize that, no, this isn't happening. They have 65 million subscribers to Disney. Uh, they were expecting that amount in the year 2024, and they got it in the first year of its of Disney Plus coming out. Well, I'm sure COVID kind of helped sure. people to Pan- stay home. Pandemic, probably, yeah. I wonder how many of those are free subscriptions that uh, were given out by Verizon. I, you know what? Worldwide, 65 million. That's still a lot. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. No, I, I agree. Uh, they did say... And, what's that? I was going to say, and I might be one of the subscribers when they finally get around to getting Marvel uh, in, uh, shows up. Yeah, um, they said that they're expecting it to be $65 million, They're expecting it to be up to $90 million here in the next year or so. Uh, they are number three right now be- between uh, with streaming services uh, behind Netflix and Amazon. So Amazon people just get because of the free shipping. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Amazon, yeah Amazon Prime uh, is a little... <laughs> Yeah, little cheating as to fun little fact. Uh, Quibi yeah. is uh, well, they, number they eighty-seven in streaming services. Of, they have to drum up revenue, yeah, and increase their sales because Disney World in California has been closed. Yes, yeah. this entire time, and they're they're hurting. So business. that was the Maybe idea. Disneyland in California or Disneyland I, in California. I know Disney Doug will correct in Orlando, us. Yeah. Right? Doug would have corrected us if we let that stay. Uh. So. So basically, they're going to figure out uh, with all their properties when they make a film, is it going to go to uh, theaters, Disney Plus, or Hulu, uh, or even on network TV sometimes. Uh, they said basically it comes down to what they can make the most money out. They said that in their you know, investors mean that. So the, the question by saying Disney Plus, does that mean like free to Disney Plus or like Mulan where they're charging so $30. The articles that I have read today, I've read a couple different ones on this. They said that the $30 every article has said the $30 price tag that they did for Mulan will not come back. They will not be doing okay. that. Um they said they did I it, every report I read said they did well enough on it, but they don't want to be known for that. So I I think that was the first time they were trying to figure out what to do with it. Uh, Soul, the Pixar film, uh, which is getting outstanding reviews, is actually coming out December 25th on Disney Plus if you have a subscription. Um, okay. So part of me, part of me feels bad because these animators have worked years and years on this film, and you would like to see it in the theaters. But then you think they have 65 million people probably able to watch this. You know, they're going to get a bigger audience. I oh think, yeah. In uh, in uh, Disney Plus. And I suppose the next question is, well, what about internationally? You know, where countries have the pandemic under control, are are they going to release them in theaters there, or are they? That's the gray area because internationally, people are pissed off about Soul because they're being re- Soul is being released in theaters uh, in countries that have the COVID under control, uh, yeah. but uh, it's Disney Plus in the countries it doesn't. 
So I think going forward, they're still looking at like Canada or uh, um, in uh, United States. It's probably going to be Disney Plus in that. Uh, they said basically take it country by country. So internationally, it seems like it's been going out to the theater still, some of these. But, uh, hey, that's the one good thing from COVID. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> that's a good thing? That, no, no, that we're getting movies straight to Disney+. Plus. <laughs> that's a good thing? For me, it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, to which uh, I was talking to Brad from the Cinema Guys, and he said, well, if this is the case from now on, can you please release Black Widow this Christmas <laughs> on Disney+, Plus so we can see it before the end of the year, uh, which well, I agree. Yeah, Wonder Woman's going straight to HBO Max. Is it? Wonder Woman 84? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you didn't Ooh. see that? Uh-uh. Yeah, they pretty much said uh, they were going to have to push it back again. And yeah. they said there's the, no schedule opening because apparently you can't release two big movies in the same weekend. <laughs> so they, they, I think they announced, uh, yeah, that's going to go straight to uh, HBO Max. Uh, you know what? Do you, do you think Bond's going to come out on something or they're going to no. wait? I think they wait. I think Bond waits. I mean, it's been pushed back, what, three times already? Mm-hmm. Like, they're definitely holding on as long as they can yeah. to get that into a theater. Yeah. Well, Wonder Woman's been pushed back, I think, five times. Yeah. And, and now it's just not even going to – now they're going straight to streaming, I think. So, yeah, yeah. Said- Wonder Woman was pushed back as many times as the New Mutants. Um, they said Disney Plus – Can we fact check that? <laughs> yes, please do. Uh, they said Disney has basically just pivoted everything to Disney Plus now. They realize that they would rather just do it, rather be the big Netflix monster than theaters, uh, especially for the first I mean, year. What's the point of holding on to stuff like, like there's nothing new like coming out. Like people want shit to watch. Like just, like yeah. I mean, I know it sucks, but this is like not a normal time. Like nobody ever expected this. So like, I mean, in my opinion, if they were to just say like, you know what, like we're just going to drop Wonder Woman Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Like just because like, or, you know, like in my opinion, I would be like, fuck yeah. Like I'm signing up for Disney because that's awesome. Good for them. Uh, Trolls 2 world tour got more eyes on it and made more money on video on demand because there's nothing out. That was in April, but there was nothing out. And so I think even now you're right. I mean, hell soul. I I told my wife, I was like, great. We got something to watch on Christmas day. Now Uh, I'm excited to watch that. It's a Pixar film. So I just just don't understand like why instead of pushing like, especially like these trilogy and like all these like, you know, franchise movies like fast and furious nine was supposed to come out in april now it's not coming out until like june of 2021 Jeez. so like why wouldn't you just drop that over covid and have it for 24.99 it would have i mean it would have made a ton of money uh not to be depressing and go into it but you know in theory the numbers are you know, moving up uh, with COVID. So oh, yeah. in theory, yeah, I mean, November, December, January, you're not going to have people going out soon. No. So you're right. Drop it. Just to drop it. I mean, yeah. like people need stuff to watch. Like I can, I mean, there's 
Like, I'm running out of shit that I would, like, that I'm interested in. So, like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm rewatching stuff that I've already watched. Like, I can only, like, this coming from the biggest King of Queens fan around. <laughs> I can only watch so much King of Queens. <laughs> Everyone says love, that. I love that show. But enough's enough. I got burned out on Seinfeld, Andy Griffith, and uh, The Office already. That's what the three shows I've burned yeah, through. The Office is like the ne- is the one that like I haven't watched recently. That's always on. So like, but I will say one show that I have been starting to watch that I kind of like is Last Man Standing. Are you watching it from the beginning? No. So like it like just like randomly comes on oh. after the King of Queens. Uh, marathon during the afternoon so like yeah but i have caught several different seasons where it's like they've recasted like half the show and it's like wait yeah. you're not that person <laughs> yeah. you're not that person yeah because I, I i know like one of the daughters they recast after the first season yeah and then the when they moved from abc yep. to fox they recast they recast one. almost everybody i think yeah. or, or the <laughs> Yeah, and that was the thing though. The, when they moved to to Fox, they cast the middle daughter, who was like you know short, dark haired girl with a like tall blonde. blonde. Well, of course, and, and, yeah. it's, and it's like okay, I'm just, I can't believe that's the same person. I right. Mean, um, but I have I have found myself enjoying that show. Real quick here, since we're at an hour and forty here. Uh, Jamie Foxx has signed on to play Electro again in Spider-Man 3 with Tom Holland. Uh, rumor is Benedict Cumberbatch will also reprise his role as Doctor Strange, and he's going to be the Tony Stark going forward in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, I could see Benedict Cumberbatch yeah, and Doctor Strange pulling off that role as the, the centerpiece to how everything The latest theory together. is that Sony and Marvel will play nicely together, and the Spider-Verse is starting with Spider-Man through with Tom Holland and then Doctor Strange into the multiverse or madness multiverse, whatever thing. Um, the multiverse of madness. Thank you. And then WandaVision uh, will open up all the different um, universes that we saw started seeing in uh, Avengers Endgame and Infinity War. Uh, so basically they're bringing back everybody. Uh, the one rumor is that Andrew Garfield will come back for a cameo uh, same with uh, they're trying to work on Toby Maguire and all this stuff. So that's how it's all connected. So there you go. Man, well, if only if we talked about this last week. Did Wait, we? Did. Son of a bitch. It, it sounds really familiar. But you know what, Jim? We didn't talk about Bender, Benedict Cumberbatch coming back last week. So suck it. You no, know, that's the only and thing new. Have you guys, speaking of Spider-Man, have you guys seen, uh, I don't remember the actor's name, but the guy who played Ned? Dude lost a bit. ton of weight. He Did he? Like jacked. I mean, he's yeah, I, like. I, 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 there's a Snapchat video like on uh, I think uh, Luke. I'm trying to which uh, uh, magazine has a little thing, had a little thing about him on Looper. Yeah. I just saw something. I'm like, that's not him. Well, he eventually they could be because he's also um, uh, in the comic books. He takes over as Hobgoblin. So. He's going to be a bad guy. Could be, could be. So. Oh, no. 
Uh, let's and, see. Uh, just real brief, yeah. real brief, uh, talking about properties going straight to streaming. I don't know if you guys heard uh, that uh, Coming to America mm-hmm. was bought by Amazon. Yep. will be coming out December 18th on Amazon Prime. We just listed nice. that on our Facebook page, History of Bad Ideas. Maybe that's where I saw it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeff, real quick, I'll give you some box office news. We don't have to go over everything that's upcoming. Yeah. We'll do it uh, real quick. Yeah. Ready? Box office news with Jeff. Uh, number one this week is not Tenet. It falls from the number one spot. The War with Grandpa made $3.6 million in its opening week on a $24 million budget. The King Man, is Robert dead. Jr. is just a juggernaut at the theaters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tenet came in second with $2.1 million, a total of $48.5 million on a $200 million budget. The Hocus Pocus re-release made another $1.1 million, a total of three upon its re-release. The New Mutant's still going strong at $685,000, a total of $22 million on its $100 million budget. And Unhinged still in the top five at $660,000, a total of $19.5 million on its $33 million budget. Uh, okay. We've got, since we're running late, I'll read this list. If there's anything in here, people want to know more about just uh, let Jim know and I'll make him look it up. Uh, we've <laughs> got, I'm a, they're all ready. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we've got shit house. She uh, is the ocean. Harry Chapin. When in doubt, do something Two hearts, the shade on. shepherd escape from extinction. The Devil Has a Name, The Kid Detective, Bang Bang, and Honest Thief was pushed back to this week. Uh, Jim, what's The Kid Detective? Oh, I'm going to do Shithouse first. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. That's a homesick college freshman goes to a party at Shithouse, ends up spending the night with a sophomore RA who's had a shitty day and wants someone to hang out with. This is going to be one of your uh, raunchy uh, co- uh, Yeah, I'm going to say that. That sounds like Biggs at the Academy. <laughs> oh, I thought this was show. a Shit's Creek spinoff. <laughs> no. Oh, I, okay. said the, the yeah, there'd detective. be a C in the title if it was. Yeah. What's the, the kid, kid detective? detective. Uh, a once celebrated kid detective, now 32, continues to solve the same trivial mysteries between hangovers and bouts of self-pity until a naive client brings him his first adult case to find out who brutally murdered her boyfriend. It's like Encyclopedia uh, Brown grew up. That's Adam Brody is uh, starring in that one. I kind of like that. He's a, he's an adult who's solving kid, kid crimes. I like that. It's kind of funny. Uh, I'm curious about bang, bang, uh, bang, bang. Just cause you have to do the finger. Guns. The true story of DDP. Um, or this is a foreign film that was released in 2015. Um, <laughs> Five-year-old film, all right. Uh, a, or 2014, my bad. A young bank receptionist gets a mixed up with Ravier Nanda, a man who has a mysterious background. <laughs> okay. Uh, sounds exciting. That, uh, <laughs> the Devil Has a Name. This one, I think, might be, it, it's a... Uh, Haley Joe's Osmond, uh, Pablo Schreiber, Kate Bosworth, Martin Sheen, and it's a psych, a psychotic oil matrix matriarch leaves the whole industry exposed when she attempts to outfight 
a bullish farmer whose water has been poisoned. Hmm. Okay. This is probably the best film out of all of them. Edward James Almost, David Strathan, Alfred Molina. Yeah, big cast. Directed by uh, Edward James Almost. I'm still going with Kid Detective. What's Honest Thief? We talked about that last week. It's the, uh, um, shit, uh, Liam Neeson, Taken 17. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I wanted to see that. (laughs) What is that? Oh, yeah. Uh, Escape from the Escape from this Extinction is uh, Helen Mirren, uh, rare footage of endangered animals and interviews with the world's leading animal welfare specialist and conservation scientist. Be on Disney Plus. So a nature Netflix. documentary. Be on Disney Plus. Okay. Right, Harry Chapin, is this uh, based on the singer, I'm assuming? Uh, that tells the story of singer-songwriter activist Harry Chapin's dedication to trying to end world hunger before his tragic passing. Well, he's only got three left, Jeff, so we kind of might as well just have him do it. <laughs> What's I don't care about the other one. <laughs> okay, we're not, do- we're not doing the other three. <laughs> Fuck them. We're done. Not through. What's the other one? The Shade Shepherd and Two Hearts. And she is the ocean. The Shade Shepherd, an adventure set in the late 80s, a psychiatrist leads his junkie older brother towards the Canadian border to escape a murder charge. Okay. Oh, fleeing the country, huh? Uh, escape from it. No, no, I did that. Uh, was the other one that we two did? Hearts. Do, uh, two hearts, two hearts, Beatin two hearts. Uh, this is another, another foreign film. Uh, two cups, the future unfolds in different decades and different places, but a hidden connection will bring them together in a way no one could have predicted. So it's like the, the lake house, house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Jason. Get out of my head. <laughs> We've been together way too long, Jeff. <laughs> All right, Jim, we've got one left. Might as well read She is the Ocean. Uh, she is the Ocean. Uh, that is... This one came out in 2018. It's a document documentary. Explore the lives of nine women from around the world who share a passion for the ocean. Boring. Hera. <laughs> It's Aquaman prequel. Uh, let's see here. Okay. It is hot. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, give me a give me a top five. Dun, 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 top five. Okay, we'll try to get That's through. That's better than the news of the geek music. Nothing was better than my news of the geek music. Okay. Nothing. Uh, let's see here. As of uh, we'll do this real quick since you know we're at like six hours. Uh, let's see. Not top even five. close. Top five, Jeff. You go first. What's your number five? Uh, top five most. I guess I should tell you what the title, the theme is. Yeah. Top five. What are we doing? <laughs> just top five, Jeff. Just Jim. Just do a top five. Anything you want. We've done that before. It didn't work too well. <clears throat> oh. Uh, top five most wanted sci-fi film reboots that we want. Yeah, I kind of threw the word film out of there because I did care about most sci-fi films being rebooted. So I took other properties that weren't necessarily film. Uh, But my number five is Manimal. 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 You can make it into a film. You can make it into a film, but I would rather see it get like a gritty uh, uh, Amazon reboot, kind of like The Boys. Okay. Uh, Brian, what's your number five? 
Uh, number five. Uh, and it's kind of already been done, but uh, the movie uh, Snowpiercer. No. I mean, they did it with the TV show, but the movie was awful. I would like to see it redone. TV show is <laughs> boring. <laughs> it was good. It was, I mean, I liked it better than the movie. Uh, but it was a little slow. It did get my kids to repeat the same thing every time they saw a preview for it. This train is ours. <laughs> every single time it comes on, all three of my kids yell it. <laughs> That's funny. It's like, good job, kids. Uh, Jim, what's yours? Uh, my number five, I am going to go. I want a live action version of the movie Titan AE. Oh, good one, Jim. Damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Good one. Uh, Blake? Well, it's not going to be as uh, exciting as uh, as uh, Jeff's uh, man-eater. <laughs> Man-a-mole. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about that, uh, remaking that song from those two guys. What's yeah, name? we're not doing the Hall & Oates song. Hall & Oates? <laughs> Garfunkel & Oates? Or I should say Daryl Hall and John Oates is the official name of the duo. Daryl, Daryl Hall. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see a new Buck Rogers. In the 21st century? Yeah. 25th. Whatever. Yeah. I, I want him in the 21st. Yeah, I don't want to see Buck Rogers in the 21st century. Yeah, we know how that goes. <laughs> he has COVID. Thank you. Bitty, 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 bitty. Wear a mask, Buck. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Uh, my number five is I don't, it's not a reboot. I'm kind of breaking the rules. I'm doing a sequel. I want Solo too. I kind of really want a sequel to Solo. Um, even if it's like you do, it's, yeah. Uh, maybe I, I, I maybe maybe I want more of a Lando movie. Maybe how about that, Blake? <laughs> maybe I'll take that. I, I enjoyed Solo enough. Movie? What's that? More of a Solo movie? two and yeah. Lando. Electric Boogaloo. That's right. Indo Boogaloo. I like Solo enough that I could see a second one. I mean, God. Yeah, it was all right. I've if seen you the... take Solo out of it. <laughs> take everyone but Solo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of like uh, Valerie's family when they got rid of Valerie Harper and they, you know, became the Hogans. With Crazy Eye Sandy? Exactly. <laughs> Bring Sandy Duncan in and... To play in, or you know, instead of uh, Aaron Reich or whatever his name is, Heidenreich. <laughs> well, that was a wrestler. <laughs> anyway. Well, you know, you know, they could they could take da- Daenerys Targaryen and Darth Maul there and move on with Solo they, too. They uh, could. Good old Darth. Uh, my number four is old Disney film that I really enjoyed as a kid. They could remake it. It was a little bit dark even for a kids' film back then. Flight of the Navigator. Kid gets. Uh, Kidnapped by an alien, uh, comes back seven years later, hasn't aged, but the rest of the world has, and he flies around with this alien ship. So, there you go. Uh, exciting. Yeah, I think they could remake it. Uh, number four for you, Blake. Uh, number four for me, I could do a new Logan's Run. Ah. I thought about that. I thought you'd have that one on there, too. And, you know, in, in you know, the you know, dystopia theme that we've been going on yeah. here for the past couple of years and living. J.J. Abrams. Did had they the, make, did they make one remake of that? J.J. Uh, Abrams has had the rights to that and it's been in developmental yeah, hell for a long time. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I won't confuse that with Running Man. Okay. I watched yeah. that last let's, night. Let's take, did they make a remake of Running Man? No. No, that was Total Recall. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm sorry. I interrupted Jason. What? J.J. Abrams got the rights? Yeah, he has the rights, and he's been trying to make one for years now. Uh, and he Maybe said, it's just we talked about it like years ago that I thought they actually did one. I think we did actually talk about it in the first two years of our show um, that J.J. kept trying I, I to make it. You make a dark thing. You take the you take the campiness out of it of mm-hmm. Logan Drawn, and yeah. you make a kind of a uh, thing too. Yeah, but you still need a, a cameo by Michael York. Of yeah, course, cameo, but not. <laughs> well, it'd be kind of difficult because he'd be way over the age limit. <laughs> yeah, but he'd be one of the guys who escaped it. Ooh, yeah. There you go. Oh, don't give the plot away. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, then we couldn't advertise that Michael York was in the movie without giving the plot away. <laughs> Logan's Run remake taps Hunger Games writer. This is from 2018. Oh. Yeah. So. So it might still be in the works. The best is from 2000, March of 2018. The Logan's Run remake has taken a big step forward. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, actually, they should have plenty of time to write that script. <laughs> There's an interview on YouTube with J.J. Abram. The Logan's Run remake is in the works from July 2015. <laughs> so, it did not do well. Uh, Jim, what's your number four? I am going to go in the same kind of thing, a, a project that has been up in the air for a long time. I am going to go with Heavy Metal and Heavy Metal 2000. Okay. Uh, ooh. Animated? Like, uh, like a spinoff or a sequel. Animated. Um, they were supposed to, like 2008, 2009, there was in development to make another one with David Fincher and James Cameron as actually the producers. And there were yet directors and animators of Tim Miller, Zack Snyder, Gore Verbinski, and Guillermo del Toro attached direct segments of it. And it didn't go anywhere. And then 2011, Robert Rodriguez at Comic-Con announced he bought the project and run the rights to it and was shifting it to a TV thing. And that was 2014. So they need to get they need to get on this and get it released. <laughs> Maybe they're just waiting so to see the, what streaming service, Jim. <laughs> well, wait a minute. What year did the original Heavy Metal come out? 1980. 1980, and then 2009. You said? Yeah. Two, no, 2000. 2000. 2000. Oh, so yeah, we're due every 20 years. Yep. Every every 20 years, we need a new Heavy Metal. Yeah. Uh, back when 1980, back when Journey was considered heavy metal. Yeah. Uh, Brian, number and John Candy, voice actor. Uh, Brian, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is Tenet. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to reboot it already while it's still in theaters. I mean, it, it came out like how, how long ago? <laughs> I mean,. So help me, Brian has Looper at number three. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Looper. Oh, I didn't think of that. Well, well done, Brian. Uh, Jeff, what's your number four? Well, since uh, Blake brought it up already, I'm going to say Running Man. Watched it last go. night. Still amazing. Still. No, amazing. I mean a good version of Running Man. Still amazing. <laughs> kind of because... more like the more more like the actual story. Or it doesn't even have to be the actual story because I don't know what the actual story is. It just can't be campy and cheesy. I want it to be a gritty remake. With Richard Dawson. 
No, Alex dead, Trebek. But... Okay, fine. Alex Trebek. Oh, I'm sold on that. Well, he'll be but... dead by the time they make it. So then we got to oh. do the next Family Feud host, Ray Combs. Can we get him in there? Yeah, no, he's dead. He's too. dead, too. Okay, never mind then. Steve uh, Harvey. Can uh, we get Steve Harvey? The original story is pretty much uh, the runners are just people they take and they're not in a game thing. They're anywhere you want to go in the country. And the killers are more like, uh, I'd say, Mr. Smith from uh, the. Uh, uh, then, yes, more like the original story. Uh-huh. I don't and want I, all the cheesy one liners and the people wearing costumes. And no, you don't like the, the wrestling aspect. of No, the movie? I hated that aspect of the movie. <laughs> Great. Film. Yeah, the, the hunters are more oh, like FBI irony. agents. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jeff, Where what's your number? And- <laughs> I like that idea, though. I like Jim's idea better now. <laughs> I want that. You mean Stephen King's idea? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Jim. Trademark it. Trademark it, Jim. <laughs> if you say trademark, they can't take it back. <laughs> That's I, not how that works. I got That's a not Jim. You make that film. I got a film about this scary alien that takes the shape of a clown that keeps coming to the same city every year and kills kids or every 25 years or whatever and kills kids. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I saw it. Part two. Did you like it? (laughs) It was horrible. Oh, I liked it. Uh, Jeff, what's your number three? Uh, My number three is Lawnmower Man. (laughs) Oh, No. That was no, we need to make it. Okay, the short we story make... was pretty bad too. Oh no, we don't want that based off of the story. I like the idea of the uh... riding lawnmower man. Oh, that's interesting. But no, I like the idea of the uh, uh, learning through the the artificial intelligence stuff. It just done in a better way than what they did with. Pierce Brosnan. Can we keep the same special effects, though? Nope. We <laughs> need good special effects. Can we bring Jeff Fahey back to play the lawnmower man? No, we can bring Jeff Fahey back to play the evil scientist. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jim, trademark it. Trademark it. Trademark it. <laughs> Jim has 87 trademarks by the end of the show. It's amazing. <laughs> And these are all short stories by Stephen King. (laughs) Sorry, Stephen, you didn't trademark it. (laughs) Wait till I come up with Dreamcatcher later on. Nobody wants that. (laughs) Well, if you're going to remake something, remake the crap. Don't remake a good thing. Jim, I took that. I took that information. Uh, I'm sorry, Jeff. I did. Um, So go ahead, Brian. What's your number three? Uh, my number three is The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. That could work. Jim, number two. Jim, like what's your number three? Uh-huh. You don't want to talk to Brian about his pick at all, Jason? No, number three. <laughs> okay. Jim, my number three. is a Buckaroo Banzai. Uh-huh. Keep, Jim, just keep moving. Just a, Okay, my Fine. number three will be Hearts in Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> that a Stephen King story? <laughs> it's a Stephen King story, but they only did half the book. 
while the second half of the book kind of ties in the entire Stephen King universe, all these other characters, it kind of puts it so it, it's all tied together. Where you can go <laughs> trademark, Jim. Trademark. Trademark. <laughs> Say it, Jim. <laughs> The second half, it's all like you can you bring in the, the Dark Tower series and all that that gets put into it, and the uh, everything kind of puts it into one, into like one universe. Say it, Jim. <laughs> Trademark. Even Lawnmower Man. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> Blake three. Uh. uh... I was going to go with uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, they've only made that six times over. Let's do it again, Blake. <laughs> I only know of two. It. I think you're right, actually. It hasn't been that many. Um, I think they might have been like done one like under the name Invasion, where they didn't actually say of the Body Snatchers. And... And don't get it confused with Pornhub's Invasion of the Booty Snatchers. Ooh. Oh! Can we? Can I change my number three to Invasion of the Booty Snatchers? <laughs> change approved. Uh, they made one in 1956 was the original, 1978, yeah. 1993, and 2007. Oh, well, obviously <laughs> they haven't gotten it right yet. Can we get back to Buckeye Bonsai now? <laughs> Talk shit all you want, man. I had a great cast. <laughs> I always Jason's have... never seen it. He knows nothing about it. No, yeah, no. I just, just heard like everybody. everything. He just talks shit about stuff that sounds stupid. I I've only heard. I mean, it's got loyal following. People love it. I've just never seen it, so I can't say anything about it. I always get that <laughs> confused with the uh, Bruce Campbell western, Briscoe County Junior. Yes, <laughs> they are redoing that. Oh, jeez. Uh, let's see That's here. That's number three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number three is Starship Troopers. Uh, <laughs> I want to, I want to re, I want to remake it like a gritty version. What did you say, Jeff? Lucy Bucker Bonsai. <laughs> Brian's going to be mad at me. Uh, my number two. Well, he's already plotting revenge. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, my number two is, um, I actually think they could do this well, uh, remake Darkman. Um, I really enjoyed that film. So I think that there's a lot of, uh, it's a little corny, corny though now, if you watch it. I think you could remake Darkman into a pretty good film. So bring Liam Neeson back? Yeah, bring him back. He's searching for his parent, his uh, kids. So, as Darkman. Give him back my kids. Uh, I've got a certain set of skills. <laughs> as Darkman. Uh, number two, Blake. Uh, number two, I, I like to do a uh, reboot of episodes one, two, and three of Star Wars. <laughs> Technically, that's yeah. not sci-fi, is it, Jeff? Well, neither was yeah. Solo, but you put it on your list, so. <laughs> it's uh, my top five. I can do what I want. Jim, number two. My number two. Now, this one, it's not, I don't want this to be a film. Because they did it as a film and they fucked it up. Ah. The Dark Tower. Saw that coming. <laughs> aren't they, aren't want, they planning on doing a show, a series of that? They were. I hope they were. It's not, there's nothing in talks now that I see. No, okay. I want HBO 10 seasons <laughs> where <laughs> you can. I would still like McConaughey and I just I want to be in it. 
with those characters, but do it right. <laughs> uh, make eight fucking books. Don't make an hour, hour and a half movie out of it. It was pretty shitty. <laughs> I never read horrible. the books, but I was incredibly disappointed by the movie. I can't imagine uh, people who read the books were. I'm, I'm, I'm the same pretty, with Jeff. I never I'm read the books, but the movie sucked. Pissed off. <laughs> Brian, I read the book. <laughs> yeah. I apologize. Go ahead, fix it up. Go ahead. What's your number two? No, no. no. Um, number two is uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Ooh. Okay. See, I now can that, get behind that. So, so are we going back to the original, like no musical, or are you just going to musical it out the Waz work more than the remake? Yeah, just musical it up all the way. Like, okay. Who would be now your- that Rick Moranis is back in the spotlight? <laughs> Make him the so a sequel, a direct or sequel of it. Maybe. Ish. Audrey two comes back and yeah, Rick Moranis has to deal with it. You can do a movie mash with you know combine that with the Pod People invasion of the Body Snatchers. I was going to say Venom, but you know, and if Rick Moranis is in it, he might be shrinking stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and. He- or he enlarges things. Way to ruin Brian's movie. You know, Brian, I Why back you up here. Why does that ruin Brian's movie? We just that's, that's probably how we anything. You would probably defeat Audrey, too, by shrinking it because he went to the other movie. And... Jeff, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. Oh. <laughs> Good one. I like that. I mean, they should just always continue making that. They don't need to ever, you know, during whenever they have hiatuses, just make some more and then I'll visit it again a year or so later. You could just make a TV show show of Nathan Philly and following him around and I'll watch it. That's true. Mm. Did you do that? Did you with the Guild too, Jeff? I think the Guild ran its course. Okay. They, they, they were doing some live streaming. Uh, of the guild actually playing Dungeons and Dragons, so they were playing as their guild characters. Live. Oh, I watched. Uh, I watched a couple hours of that. <laughs> uh, I couldn't even get through like a half hour of it. Well, mainly because they don't know how to play. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does help. Uh, what's your number one, Jeff? <laughs> uh, my number one is the Misfits of Science. Brian, what's your number one? <laughs> uh, my number one, uh, I've been waiting for this for a long time. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I would like to see a reboot of Terminator. <laughs> I've seen six of them already. <laughs> a reboot, not a sequel. Uh, oh, I've seen one of those then. Yes. Would you have Arnie in it? Schwarzenegger. No. Okay. I'm, I'm being don't. serious because I, if you want to reboot, I think if you cut, make it clean without, I think you have to cut him off. I think you have to get rid of him. Absolutely. Or you yeah. can put Daenerys Targaryen in it. Are you, are you uh, an actual Terminator fan? I enjoy him. Yeah. Okay. I mean, or was he trying like, to be witty? I, I did not know that about Brian. I mean, I'll agree. I really liked the first movie, but it is very dated. Yes. And to I, see yeah. to see like that story be rebooted, I'll, I'll yeah. agree with you on that. If, and and if, 
Guy in a perfect world, I would like to see them like reboot it and put like a Momoa type guy playing Schwarzenegger. They they tried that once. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that sounds like a bad Conan movie. <laughs> Sarah Connor. Uh, Jim, what's your number one? My number one. It's not so much a uh, reboot. It is going to be a sequel, and it's going to be called. Ready Player Two, well, which is in the works. Books, yeah. Uh, books comes out. I saw uh, good old Will Wheaton shared his uh, just a copy of the page of the title page that he gets to read a a preview oh, uh, of it. <laughs> uh, I think uh, Will Wheaton's doing the audio book. Okay. I, I, well, he did. I think he read the. Audio book for the first one, so he's finally doing the audio book for the second one. Yeah, so as he tweeted about it, and I was like, "Ooh, yes!" <laughs> but now let's make it and make it up to the the way Candy makes. <laughs> oh yeah, make the the movie properly. Yeah. Although I, I read where where what has been released so far about the book sounds like he just rewrote the original story again. Like it's another Easter egg hunt for the control of the, of the Oasis. Trademark it. Trademark. Trademark. Uh, Blake, number one. Uh, number one. I like to see like a new episode seven, eight, nine of star Wars. I, <laughs> Just seven and nine, eight can stay. Eight can stay. Oh, no. You got to do all three. Uh, number one for me, because uh, we're not going to entertain Blake's idea on that one, uh, is oh, the bastard. D- <laughs> the Disney horrible film, The Black Hole. Uh, I think there could Black be a good... Hole. Yeah. Th- there could be a good film oh, in there. Oh, uh, <laughs> Did you think I no, said... Yeah, I can't argue that. No. I thought you were saying The Black Cauldron. Uh, I haven't no, seen that in a long time. I don't know how yeah. that ages. Well, you, your thing broke up oh, right sorry. as you saying it, so I ho- heard all, and I thought you were saying cauldron. Black no. hole, the black hole. Uh, there could be a good film in there. wasn't on wasn't in the nineteen seventies <laughs> film, but there could be. But it had the cute little robot and the big mean robot. Yeah. Bill, let's see here. Uh, real quick, any uh, real quick, just throw out any honorable mentions. Anybody? Honorable mentions. I got Galaxy Quest. Oh, great film. Do a sequel. Or a uh, series, a TV series of Galaxy yep. Quest. Be cool. Uh, Gattaca. <laughs> that was perfect the way it was. Uh, I would like to see an updated version, kind of like Idiocracy, of what happens to characters afterwards. We're <laughs> and living it. Re- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then the boy and his dog. Okay. Uh, I had Blue Thunder as an honorable mention. Brian, did you have anything? Uh, I did have a couple of franchises that I would like to see rebooted. Okay. Oh, franchises. <laughs> <laughs> Kentucky your Fried Chicken. Is, is, it's your honorable mention. The Cincinnati you Bengals you have that franchise rebooted. <laughs> <laughs> I think we lost Brian. <laughs> he muted himself. <laughs> We lost Brian. Fuck you guys. I'm well, you know, you got to put the intern in his place every once in a while. Damn. 
Brian, Brian, I love you. Brian. Uh, Come on, man. Brian's ideas. Uh, Let's see here. We'll go back to Brian when he comes back. Uh, We had uh, people, uh, listener feedback on this one. I thought I had dreamscape. I just thought of that while we were talking, you know, (laughs) Jeff's stuff. Yeah. I like dreamscape. I thought that movie was cool. Could be better. Uh, Yeah. Fuck dreamscape. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's unmuted. Again. Somebody's found his voice. Uh, let's see. Uh, Somebody's due for some hazing. Uh, doctor, doctor number one had Emmanuel in space, uh, a clockwork orgy, uh, the Uranus experiment, alien sex files, and I think you misspelled it, Alita Battle Angel. So there you go. Uh, let's uh, see. I figured Dr. Number One would have had like a human centipede or something. Uh, Nisi. Gotta love Nisi. She said, off the top of my head, remakes of Highlander, The Running Man, Blade Runner, Close Encounters, and the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I would love just to see how they would make these with today's technology. Other than nostalgia of them would probably be lost. Uh, Big Dev. Had Star Wars Episodes 7 and 9, not 8. It's sci-fi. I don't care what Jeff says. Number 4 is Tomorrowland. Stop it. Number 3 is Tron. 2, Battlefield Earth. And number 1, Barbed Wire. Uh, I would like to see a good Barbed Wire. Uh, I'm not sure one that doesn't have (laughs) Nick Albright says, combine 2001 with Armageddon to get 2020. Fucked Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. Brian Ow had it's Damnation true. Alley, Megaforce, the Star Wars sequel trilogy. How dare you? Star Blazers. <laughs> it begs to be a live action one. And yeah, Star Blazers. I'm waiting for it. Live action Star Blazers. I like it. And Solo 2. So there you go. What? No, no Big Wet Academy? <laughs> <laughs> Big Academy. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, bad idea oh, of the no, week. Come on, we can't. You know. What? what? Come on, five. Come on, let's hear the franchise reboots. Come on. <laughs> bad idea of the week number eight hundred and twelve. Insulting the intern. <laughs> it's uh, not a bad yeah. idea. It's what we do. Oh week. yeah. Great. Now next week is going to be screwed because Jason is saying he's not going to be there, and now the intern won't do his job. <laughs> so I apologize right now ahead of time how terrible next week's episode is going to be. But Jeff got it. He's a, he's he's in control. Blake, Jeff, and Jim they got it. They we got it. Do a week where the intern picks the show next week. Intern, the intern, you do the, the outline next week. Toby, all your topics. What we make it into. The o- only what the intern wants to talk about. That's what next week's show will be. Intern, you pick all the topics and send it to everybody. You don't I don't want your pity. Them. I don't need it. <laughs> I ain't doing right. it for pity. I'm doing it so I don't have to do any work. Hey, I keep my mouth shut when you talk about buttons and whatever all that other shit you talk about is. So we're, we're all good. <laughs> If we're going to do an entire intern episode, it's all going to be how bad Jason is. 
That's fine. That's fine. And some King of Queens thrown in. Yeah. And some Rocky Four. I'll be uh, I'll be honest, I don't think I'm all, I, I don't think I'm the worst right now. It and could be the I'll Kevin actually James. do my my uh my trivia that I thought I was doing this week because when you sent it to us it said trivia, Brian, six to six thirty. And I thought, oh cool, I'm doing trivia. No. Different Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was you too. No. Six thirty to seven. <laughs> He's Brian. Not the tri- well, Brian, you're in charge of trivia from six thirty to seven. You're it's I'm tri- busy. Tri- no trivia. Actually, with actually Brian. Brian, Brian's in charge of trivia from eleven thirty a eleven thirty to two thirty a.m. <laughs> Anyways, ba- uh, titles for the show. I had Jeff's Man Eater. Uh, let's see, Bigs at the Academy. Perfect front for a chop shop. That one time in college. And <laughs> that's it. What? I had underground car dealership. <laughs> Spirit fingers. Invasion of the booty snatchers. I can only watch so much King of Queens. <laughs> and franchise reboots. <laughs> I had uh, Bigs at the Academy and Broad Carew's Black Market Car Dealership. <laughs> Uh, I had Robot Corey Haim. Uh, Nice effort. Nice effort. Uh, Let's not do that again. Uh, Stupid idiots. I just wrote that down like real recent. (laughs) You didn't add more at the end, so I. Well, I didn't want to get kicked off the podcast too. You know. Uh, oh, and, okay. uh, no, that was it. I did like the, I've got, uh, I've got, uh, the interns franchise reboot list. <laughs> <laughs> franchise reboot. <laughs> the intern muted. Stay uh, tuned for the interns franchise <laughs> reboot list. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I like Bigs at the Academy. I think that's awesome. That sounds good. We got two of the three, so we're going Bigs at the Academy. That makes it easy. I also did like, uh, what was that, Brian? You said, uh, let's not do this again. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that again. <laughs> let's do that again. Hey, Brian, would you yes, like to John. do trivia on Saturday afternoon? Uh, I got to work Saturday. Good. I don't want you there anyways, then. I was going to do trivia with <laughs> you. <laughs> Uh, thanks for everybody listening. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Walking dead to talking heads from comic books to TV sets. There's a history. Not so bad. There's the history. It's the history of bad. So bad. The history of bad. It's bad. The history of bad ideas. Oh, yes. You are listening to a hobie.